to the PropNX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OG K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah, we're back. Hey, do you see what I got to deal with, people? you see what I have to deal with there, these what? fucking retards? What is going on with the Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com? Hey, everybody hey. knows a good IT guy. We need one. Dude, I just paid a guy. But you can get your refund, dude. You got, no doubt. Hey, you got freaking ripped off. A little dude. bit of technical problems, but we're back. We're live on the air. Pulp MX show uh, presented by BTOsports.com. Hey. Yeah. You're retarded. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, <laughs> Kenny Watson. Hi. Well, Apparently, they could hear us the whole time. That's all right. That's the that's feedback is. Let, then that's tits legendary, none other than the so legendary. Did you, guys, did you guys hear us talking crap? We yeah, were, we good didn't thing think we, we didn't. Were, oh. We didn't think we were on the air. Or, um, or all, all I was saying was, yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> let me get out of here then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one less, uh, one less show you got to do. Damn it. Hey, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for, uh, uh, you know, people who are live are going to hear that snafu, but I will edit that out later. So thank you guys for coming on. We appreciate it. We were, we were off last weekend. We're here. We're live on the Vegas Strip. God, I The Monster we Energy weekend. Cup special show uh, coming up Day Prater. Wait, when's that race? Uh, this weekend. Or, no, it's next weekend. Yes, it's this weekend, Kenny, and Damn I know it. you know. And uh, Adam C. and Cirillo. Who's that? You'll, you'll know soon enough. Kay. And uh, Coy Gibbs. Coy uh, Gibbs coming on. I know on. who that guy oh, is. Oh, yes, you do. I can't wait for the banter between you two. Well, that, guy that'll be, that guy's sweet. That'll be awesome. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun, Fly Racing, and Kicker all on board with us. And we've got a jam-packed show. Uh, right off the bat, I wanted to uh, talk to Kenny first. Um, Watson. What's up? What's going on? What's, uh, what's new in Hart Huntington World? Just making shit happen, my friend. Hey, guys ready? For the, we- mean, for the weekend? Monster for the- Energy Cup is just blows. And blows and Kyle Partridge. Partridge. Kyle Partridge is our newest rider on our team. Everyone's heard all the speculations. When's the release coming out? We have yet to see. Uh, well, we're, we're trying to finalize PRs. all of our sponsors. What's that? Tits? They said they don't believe in press releases. We <laughs> do. We do. And we will do them. But we want to have all of our sponsors intact so uh-huh. no one gets left out. Hey, what's going on this Friday? Uh, Hart and Huntington Best Whip Contest at uh, the Hard Rock. It's pretty much just a six-rider invitational. Uh-huh. And, uh, they're Are you going to go? They're going to throw down. Uh, I don't know yet. No, okay. I don't know. Eh, I don't know. It, per- it I might. I mean, it matters. I don't know. Uh, it just matters if uh, Kerry makes me go. If he oh, makes yeah. me go, I'll go. But I he's just, not riding in it, so. I got an invite today, like an official press thing, and then Hart's announcing some sort of special MX thing or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, that guy has so much crap going on these next four days. He's in town. <laughs> like Denny, Denny Hartwick called me from Feld, wanted him to do. Like he wanted my. This is what this is. I, this is what I have to deal with. I have Denny calling me. This is what me, I got to deal with. I totally like Hartwig. He's a rad guy. But he calls me and he calls my guy and says, "Hey, do you think you could go do press at eight o'clock Saturday morning at the track?" I go, "Would you call Chad Reed and ask Chad Reed to do a press at eight o'clock in the morning on the day of the race?" <laughs> yeah. No, you wouldn't. So why are you trying to take advantage of my guy? 
I go, yeah, I know he's not Chad Reed, but come on, he still needs to get his his rest. That's that's a lot. It's too much, and we're doing it all week for him. You know, so hey, I told him I might be able to get Hart to do it, and Hart's all, dude, I'm doing the same TV show, the same station, the morning before, yeah, for the do tour. So does that make sense for me to do it for Feld? Yeah, and and no, it doesn't. Well, um, and we're working tonight promoting the Monster Energy Cup. Dave Prater coming on, two sets of tickets to give away. Dude, Prater's that's gnarly that they just put their balls out there and give two sets of tickets away. Yeah, that's awesome. That place holds thirty eight thousand. They're gonna give two away. (laughs) Man, they're awesome. I sense a little bit. Hey, man, that's that's awesome. (laughs) Am I getting am I getting a little bit of start? I don't know what you're talking about. Prater, only give them one. Prater, only give one ticket away if it goes into my. It's actually through Danny Hartwig. It wasn't through Prater. Okay. But well, hey, I, I say they gave us less so they can give me more. Uh, well, they're hooking up. Uh, Tits Legendary is getting some tickets for him and his buddies. Yep. What? Yep. Oh, yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah, Pull he's up. getting hooked up. Hey, mm-hmm. that, hey, if I get my tickets clipped and they, I, they won't give me because <laughs> yeah. oh, cause I'm affiliated with you, uh, you're in trouble. Okay. Uh, hey, some some big news while uh, while we were gone. Three big, things. What's big news? What do you want let's to talk about, Kenny? What, let's hear how big of news this really is in the in motorcycle. It's not world. big news, but what do you want, people want to hear from us and what we think? The run, Dungey to KTM officially oh, came out. That's freaking huge. That's Brayton to Honda came out. Whoa. Short to ha- to Larry Brooks Honda oh, came God, out. God, I was Mike lo- Fisher got fired. I was losing sleep all of out that, of that was that's four, four not three. By the way, Mike yeah, Fisher got fired. What do you okay, want? Okay, I lost sleep over all four of those. Whatever, people. dude. You know what? Forget I, it. Clearly, it's, it doesn't exactly. Matter. It's not even news. It's old news. All right, forget. It. What I do guess, you want to talk about? Justin Brayton riding a Honda. Well, nothing broke today, so I'm not sure it's, we should. Have okay, to go. my old news segment. Let's yeah. talk about Brayton. Okay, right, Brayton's Brayton. riding factory Honda. Is Justin Brayton going to go be one of those top four guys that's going to win? No, he's going to be right where he's at. Justin Brayton's an awesome you rider. You see no better. You see, you see no better. I see no better. And if he does, congratulations right. to him. He's a good dude. I like Justin Brayton. I think he rides his ass off. He gives it, doesn't need nothing on the track. But at the end of the day, he is what it is. Justin Brayton wearing the 2012 X-Brand Scatters. I saw that. Yeah. Is he in? Not officially, no. Oh, really? No. I've seen him also wearing that sweet One Industry gear. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, One Industries, and uh, I hope he wears the X-Brand. So check it out, thexbrand.com, and, and maybe... All if, I have to say is if, I hope he wears a good belt. If we sell enough goggles tonight, we can afford to pay Brayton and match what some of the other companies why, why, offer. Why, why is his price tag so high? Because he's factory Honda now? Um, I think it's normal factory rider price tag. Yeah, it was just normal factory how much? How tag. much does a guy... Not Justin Brayton, but what's a normal factory guy get? Like, let's say a guy like Metcalf. 30 grand, 20 to 30. So not worth it. He will not sell that many goggles. Well, I mean, I agree with you, but but you can look at the ads. At, what about the the gear guys and what they're paying? Never mind. They don't pay that much. You don't think James Stewart gets a couple million dollars from answer? That's James Stewart. Ryan Villapoto. That's Ryan Villapoto. We're think, not talking about Josh Justin Grant. Brayton. Josh Grant don't make that much money. How much gear do you got to sell for two million dollars? A lot. Yeah. But you also have an athlete with a lifestyle. You have him for ads. You have a. There's a lot more to it. Uh-huh. But I I'm not taking anything away from Justin Brayton. I I know. What what guys make for gear, and I, I cannot see him making over a couple hundred thousand dollars a year for one industries. Yeah, that's about right. I think that. Yeah, that's what yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ballpark. And if he got four hundred thousand dollars, yeah, amen, Justin Brayton. No, dude. I don't think at this day and age that you're getting that kind of money. Hey, I dude, like I said, I like Justin Brayton. He has an opportunity. I hope he proves me wrong. Uh huh. But dude, he, I just don't think he's not one of those guys that his results would have got better because his motorcycle held him back. He was on an awesome bike. He was on, awesome on a good team. bike. Um, I just think mentally though. When you're a factory Honda rider, he's got more pressure on you. Well, I don't know. What do you think, Tits? Uh, you really want to know? No, no. Okay. Uh, what hey, what, what uh, about Dungey? Well, KTM? let me tell you something, okay, dude. What? You know, I've known a lot of people that have ridden for factory teams. Yeah. 
And I've I worked think, on factory teams. Okay. Two of them, which you never have. I've never have. You're right. You're Two exactly. times. I but was on I've been team. involved. I've Kenny been, I've, Watson not on a factory team as okay. a mechanic. And that's overrated in my eyes. Factory teams are overrated. That that uh, that thirty dollars per meal yeah. per diem is not overrated. Yeah. Well, my guys get twenty five. <laughs> per meal? No. Per, exactly. You're per meal. Die fat. $30. Maybe that's why you gained so much weight, because you were skinny as fuck before you went to work there. That's you get a lot of food for $30. It's Yamaha's fault. We're blaming it on Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. If I was American, I could sue. Because, you know, like the lady who spilled hot coffee on her lap. That's so funny. Everything goes back to that. Uh, but, you know what? Getting back to the whole Justin Brayton thing. Yes. Hey, you know what? You hate Justin Brayton. I don't hate Justin Brayton. I don't hate him. I like Justin Brayton. He's a good kid. He's a good, he's a super gnarly, aggressive guy. I see guy. him being better. I'm not saying he's winning races, but I see him being better. It could go Just either from way, all though. Up here, upstairs, bud. It, it, and it, it's they put a lot of pressure on you. You when you're riding for that, and you have it on yourself too. I don't too. think those guys put pressure on you, but you may have it on yourself. You have to. You walk. Have you been to Honda? No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Okay, so yeah, you've been there with all those number one plates yeah, where they on take the, you. in the conference hall. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you walk by there. You don't tell me that's like holy shit. I ride for this program. Um, I might be confident. Hey, I got I know these guys are my guys. When was the last time Justin Brayton rode a Honda? Arena Cross stays in 1996. What was the name of that shop? Storm Lake Honda. There you go. Good yeah. call. Yeah. You think I'm an idiot. Storm Lake Honda. Yeah. Brayton. That's how Brayton got to start. Uh, Dunge, KTM, officially official. New, brand new 450. Uh, brand new 450 frame, motor, single cam. They've changed the design of their motor. EFI bike. Yeah. What do you think? We'll I see. like them. Hey, the way their bikes look. They look bitching. I already told Frankie that last year. I, I, I they lo- look bitching. The, 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 I, I watched the press release that they did with when they had the yeah. median. Yeah. I was very like I was I was a fan of the way the bike looked. I'm usually not a fan of KTM's, but I thought the bike looked really, really well. I think whoever did the graphics, I think one style, uh, one style. I don't style. know who doesn't. And style does. Yeah. Whatever. I, they look good. They look good. I love I love the way the number five looks. The number five is my favorite number. Oh. And I, I really think it looks really, really, really good. The way they laid out the bike, the graphics looks really good, the clean. Bike, and I think Dungey yeah. looked he looked pretty good on the bike. I'm only testing a few days. I've seen a little glitches here and there Ooh, the way okay. the bike was doing. Raise but your sharp eyes. Tits, are you hearing that? Oh, you better believe it. I mean, if you, if you watch that video, you can see him going through a corner and the front end's tucking a little bit. Coming, like, yeah. And I think that's all with testing. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Uh, we got a call? Oh, we got yes, Ryan Dungey on the call? <laughs> no, we definitely do not have Ryan Dungey on the phone. He's probably not ever calling the show ever. Uh, Mike Grant? Is this is this the Mike Grant? It is. Live in person. Oh. Mike Grant, you there? Yes, I am. Oh, sorry. There we go. Dude, Mike Grant with work boots? Uh, hey. <laughs> this is the Absolutely. raddest. Absolutely. I still got him on. This is the raddest dad out there right here, dude. <laughs> raddest dad out there. Coolest dad, too. What's going on, Mike? How are you? Thanks for calling. Oh, uh, hey. I was, I was just you guys and just having a – are you guys drinking or what? Always, No, dude. why? What's up? God, it sounds like you guys were having fun. Oh, yeah, we try. We try. I know he's no, Mike. I know Mike's going to throw his two cents in about the Honda thing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what, hey, when you guys said Honda, you, you have been in that room and so have I, and, and uh, it's it's pretty intimidating if you ask me. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree, definitely, no doubt about it. Um, it's not like walking through the lumber yard, is it, dude? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> hey, God, dude, I what, uh, what's Josh? Right what's Josh doing next year? Do we know? Uh, we won't know yet. Probably till Wednesday, maybe, maybe uh, something like that. Thursday, we'll know for sure. 
Yeah, that's a that's a a, a big topic right now. Jo- uh, not not a lot of, uh, out there about Josh Grant. I've heard him linked to. A, I've heard him go back to JGR even. Dude, I love the Josh Grant under the radar. That's yeah. that's when he does his best business. That's when we 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 want to stay under the radar also, and uh, we'll see. I, I can't say much until you know after after Wednesday, but uh, I, I, it looks pretty good actually. Oh, cool! Right on. Good to hear. Yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah, it could be green. You know what I mean? Green. Yeah. It could be yellow also. <laughs> Any color you want to pick under the rainbow, right? That's right. Any one of those three colors, it's, it's pretty good. I was thinking about this today. Uh, Josh Grant, Tommy Hahn, Regal, uh, Kyle Chisholm. There's a lot of guys, good guys, still without rides. Davey Millsap's not officially. God, it's like, yeah, all those guys. Look at, you know, not to say anything bad about the bikes or anything like that, but look at the brand that they all those guys were riding. And, and you know, Yamaha's a good bike. I like them, you know, and but – it just seems like the guys were all getting hurt on that brand, and uh, so my two. Yeah, uh, you there? Yeah, did I? Uh, lose you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, we got a little bit of technical problems. It's probably Tits's fault. Um, so, hey, is the metal militia thing is that done? Can you tell us on that? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we keep hearing different stuff all the time. I mean, obviously, none of us really know for sure, you know, but uh, that's what we hear, anyways. Yeah, this, yeah, we, uh, let's see, uh, Brian and the, see what happens. You're right, right. Yeah, hopefully it works out for you. Well, hey, man, thanks for calling in, I guess, or anything else? Oh, there's trouble. Always, always, Mike. One of my favorite guys, one of my favorite guys to see at the racetrack, dude. You're always, you're always cool. He, he, please, he do, he, please don't. Please don't. He does like the work boots. All right, All right take care. See ya. Uh, Mike Grant calling in. Wow, uh, what was that feedback on that, dude? I'm, it sounded I'm like he was talking. That. I'm working on that. Was that him that. or was it no, was it's us? No, it's us. It's us. I don't know. Dude, I can't go all night talking to people on the phone like that. That's definitely not going to happen. No, I know. I agree. I'll definitely be out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. Um, uh, yeah, you know what, dude? It's crazy. Like, you would put... All those riders in that same category as Josh Grant. I mean, I'm not saying Josh Grant, but like he's up against Chisholm, Hahn, all those type of guys. Regal, dude. Josh Ch- Josh Grant has won a race, bro. He's a proven well, dude. Yeah, he, when you he, when you look, line him up against those guys I just said, nobody has the wins that Josh does. Dude, and he, I mean, dude, he's had some bad injuries the last couple of years, and hopefully they they just don't keep going. But dude, he's good, dude. Josh Grant is solid in my eyes. Yeah. I really wish. I mean, dude, I tried to talk to Josh Grant last year, but it's just a big conflict of for for our team is with with the militia guys, and he's a militia guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I, I believe in him. I totally believe in him. I just so wonder what like, he said. What he said though, what, if you if you were listening, he he said, well, if you look at all those guys that got hurt, they were on that same bike, and that would be. And you said, well, maybe he's talking to JGR. Uh, I yeah, don't, the, yeah, the and, way, now, the, and now JGR is Yamaha for sure. The way that made it sound, I think he said every color, but but yeah, but blue. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so I like the green thing. What green thing could he be doing? Um, I don't know. You got it? Yeah, I don't know. I could see him going to Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, who else are they going to get? They're going to go for Davy. James they, Stewart. If, uh, if if it's anybody, I, I I don't know what's going on with that. Supposedly today he's rode the JGR Yamaha. We'll talk to Koi about that. Oh really? Yeah. For the second time? 
Yeah, for the second time. So, what do you think about that? Kind of, I, I wouldn't, I would not, I mean, I could see him going to JGR if it wasn't on a yellow bike, but for him not to, to blow out his, his whole program, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, dude. It's such crazy crap going on right now. I don't, I, I don't know what to think. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I wonder, um, green, that made me thinking. You guys are green. Factory Cowie's green. What else? I, I heard maybe Factory Cowie was going to do three guys, but why wouldn't they just put Tickle under there if they're going to do a third guy? Yeah, that's uh, that's settled already with Tickle, right? Going yeah. to Mitch? Is that, yeah. is that done? He's going to do Mitch. He's I think he's going to ride 450s. Uh, what I think what they're talking about doing is putting him on a 450 indoors and maybe yeah. Rattray on a 450 outdoors. What about Mike Kranjic? Maybe they're going green. Maybe. I mean, he talked on Racer X like they're going racing. They didn't have an OEM, a sponsor, or a rider, but it's out there, right? Maybe they go racing Dude, with, uh, with, Mike, with uh, now, Josh Grant. You're talking about silly season. Now we're getting silly. You don't know. You yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You no, don't I, know. No. I mean, you know that Dungey was going to KTM. Everyone knew yeah. where Brayton was. What that? That's not silly. This is silly. <laughs> this is silly. I did hear that uh, uh, Kranjic's got money to go racing. Like Everyone kind of was saying, hey, he doesn't have a sponsor. How's he going to afford it? Well, I, apparently, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Mike Kranjic has money to go racing. So. Um, if he wants to, yeah, if he wants to, which is always the question, do you want to just blow all that money? Right. Um, what about Mike Fisher? What about him? You got let go. I've seen that coming a long time ago. You did? Yep. Not surprised? Not one bit. Really? I, I mean, me personally dealing with fish, I, I really didn't have much dealings with him. I know that, um, you know, last year we were trying to get a deal done with Fisher, and he was one of those guys in the industry that was just really, really, really hard to get a hold of, really, really hard to return messages and phone calls. Um, then um, we kind of uh, – a guy came in there who was already an employee there that worked for Team Green that got the ball rolling for us, yeah. and that's what got our deal going. Um, our, our sponsorship really isn't through racing. It's really through Kawasaki Motor Corporation in America. It's nothing to do with... It's any- marketing, huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, marketing and sales. So that's what we're doing. I just think no matter how hard he was to deal with for you or whatever, the guy won two titles. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think if you wanted to be a team manager and you went to that team, do you think really that Villapoto wouldn't have won two championships? Do you think Mike Fisher really had that much to do with it? Um. I mean, dude, he had everybody in place when he got there. He had... You know, all, all his all his suspension, motor, mechanics, truck driver, everybody was in place. Mm-hmm. All he did was manage the day-to-day operations of what do we need to do. He was just, you know, kind of like a an assistant to those guys. Dude, I, I, I don't know. He, I, I mean, you're a team dude, manager. You're not he, giving, dude, giving he had credit. Kurt, he had Kurt to do all of his testing and to schedule all the testing and develop the bike and do what he had to do there. Kurt went back to him and reported to him. He He was probably the guy that ordered stuff from Japan. I, I don't think that a team manager really, really, really is that crucial when you have that ability of a rider. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't. Like, I know I keep going back to this. Chad Reed had a phenomenal year. Didn't, Dave, have, didn't have rap coolers. No, and, yeah. and Dave Osterman did a good job, but it, he, he he would have done what he did if he had, you know, Al, you know, Ellie being his team manager. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day if you have the right people in the right positions. And maybe, maybe – more power to Fisher. Maybe he did hire those people and put him so he can't. And I think that's yeah, the key. I mean, 
he, maybe he didn't help Villapoto. Maybe he didn't, you know, wasn't the reason Villapoto won. Dude, but everyone he, wants to take credit, but you know what, dude? At the end of the well, day, I'm not saying Fisher's trying to take credit, but I'm just saying as a as a guy who's worked at some Jap- at a Japanese factory team, it's not easy to lose your job, especially a 20 year employee. And I was surprised. I really was. I didn't reassign him. They didn't do any of that. They just said, "See you later." And well, I he think had, he had a very successful year on paper. Well, let me and, tell you, this yeah. is this is behind. And I'm not going to say no more than this, but there's a lot more than a lot of people know why he got released. It wasn't just because of one reason or the other. It was a cl- it was a bunch of different things that happened. Right. And there's some stuff going on that I really don't know all about. That's why I don't really want to talk about it because I don't know all the facts. But there's some stuff going on that just wasn't adding up at the end of the day. And I think corporate came in, and it's a corporate company, and they made a decision to go a different route. He got a new boss, and his new boss really didn't think that you know that was the right thing to do. And hey, we'll see. Right, right. we'll see. Fish did a good job. He's won races. He won championships. Plus, a uh, very good uh, developer of the bike. You know, he's worked for years on that thing. Well, so. maybe, maybe, maybe he goes back there and starts working in R and D. Who knows? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think they would have put him back there. No, I, I think it was a shock. I think Kristen you Villapoto, know. Kristen Villapoto, could run that team. Oh, okay. All right. She knows how Cowie works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she knows how the rider works inside and out, too. <laughs> uh, do you think uh, she could get Jake Weimer? How, how, how Jake Weimer works, though? No. Just Ryan Villapoto. <laughs> what are you going to do about your other rider? Well, she could figure it out. <laughs> I mean, dude, if Mike Fisher was such a good team manager, why, why wasn't Weimer freaking winning races? Fuck, Jesus, Kenny! Now you're now you're killing me with that kind of logic. Well, there I'm can only saying. be one winner. Exactly. Well, he wasn't on the box. No, you're right. I'm I, 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 I'm just I'm not I'm not dude. I I, I I have nothing no hard feelings against Fish. I was I was upset at times with the guy because he wouldn't return my calls right. and I was talking to Air and I had you know deadlines to meet and try to get bikes and parts and if you couldn't do it you couldn't do it and then you know out of nowhere oh yeah we came up with we got two bikes for you all right, right sweet you know but at all the right. end of the day hey. Uh, Chris, you there? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? How are you? Good. I had an honest question. What, what about Jimmy Albertson? What is it that makes him not be able to get a, any rides? It seems like maybe it's negotiating or something. Or no, it's called results. But he's not bad. I mean, he's around top ten, right? Uh, well, Supercross, he's never ridden the 450 in Supercross, and he got hurt the first race. And people aren't going to go. There's too many other guys out there that are in his same level of riders that are out there that has pro has proven themselves in supercross jimmy albertson's a good rider he's a nice guy he's very he will land somewhere the dust just needs to settle and everyone needs to do what they're going to do i mean i think guys like him han blos regal you know all these guys in that same chisholm they're all right there but they're not going to get anything until everyone is you know the dust is settled all the big names gone the oems know who they're going to support and then from there they'll they'll land. I mean, results under his belt. There's nothing to give, huh? Uh, you know, you you have to look at it on a business level. They're not going to hire him because he's a nice guy, which he is a total great guy. But they're they're going to look at you know race results and what he's done and what he can do in the future. They're not going to hire him and say, oh, like for myself, my team's full. But if I was going to sit there, I'd have to look at all these guys and and take you know a little bit out of everyone and think would be the best fit. There's not really too many teams for the 450 class, you know, if you really look at it on paper that, you know, are satellite teams that have, like, you count our team out, then you go to all the OEMs. 
He's not going to get an OEM ride. He's not going to get a factory ride. Yeah. So then you got Moto Concepts, you got the Butler Brothers, you got um, Valley, and then after that, there's really not too many people behind there. You know what I mean? So I, you know, you got. I know. I think her. I heard Alan Brown from Ty Lube is going to do a program that could be a good fit for him. With uh, with Nick Way. Yeah. That's yeah. What I heard. I know. Nick rode a Cowie up in. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, that. In, in, where was it? Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Won both nights, beating Damon Bradshaw somehow. Twitter pictures of his ranch uh, building the Cowie for him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I think it'll be good for for uh, for Nick to get back on a Cowie. I wonder. I wonder if he'll uh, get some help, kickdowns from Cowie. His better results were with them, right? Yeah, he had pretty good results, Cowie. Yeah. He got yeah. eighth. He got eighth in the series that year. Yeah, I think I think he got better starts. That's for sure, man. He Dude, got Nick Way. Nick Way. I was talking to Josh Hansen about this. Nick Way is always there. Like, he might not start out the series in the top ten, but at the end of the series, when the points are tallied, he's always top ten. If it's, if he ever wants to ride, he's always going to be able to ride, huh? He's going to be able to find somebody. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, you know, he first of all, he's, he's, he's very, very personable, and he's really good with the fans, and he's really good marketing himself as an athlete. I think he does really well with that. And then also, he's a main event guy, and he's in it every time. Doesn't get hurt either. Yeah, he's solid. No, yeah. That's a big thing, and no, no injuries. Yeah, he doesn't, you know what I mean? I think he knows his boundaries, and he's not going to go out, and some guy's jumping a quad. He's going to go, you know what, I want to race next week. I'm not even going to take a chance. Yeah. But okay. he, Nick Nick Way is a gangster. All right. Uh, Thanks, hey bud. Guys, you guys want to kick down any uh, Monster Energy Cup tickets? We're dying to go. Uh, yeah, sure, we'll give you a pair. Hey, let me give you this number. Just call this number and tell them that I told you to call, and they're going to give you a couple free sets. All Got, right. Write write this number down. Go ahead. One eight hundred. Ticket ma- ticket master. Hey, st- oh, stay on the line. Tits will get your information. We'll give you two two sets. Ah, fuck. We'll, we'll give you one set. I mean, one pair of tickets. That's I'll take whatever you give me. That, that's All two right, tickets. Thanks. Enjoy yourself, bud. All right, uh, Tits. You want to uh, um, get Chris's uh, Chris's uh, info? And uh, and we're working on the callers. I'm not sure what's going on with our callers because I didn't change anything at all. And now we're having problems with our callers. And I didn't touch one setting from our last show two weeks ago. So if I can blame it on anybody, I blame it on Kenny. Yeah, right, dude. I don't even go near that board. I know. It spooks me. <laughs> it spooks me. Um, uh, all right. So what about what about JS7, uh, James Stewart? I look at it like this. From what I hear, Suzuki can't pay him uh, very much. But he loves the Suzuki. He's been riding the Suzuki. Um, he's riding a JGR Yamaha today. For the second time, um, and they can pay him. I don't know how much or more or whatever, but they can pay him. To me, the real vital question for him is how much. How much does he value the money or the bike? That's the question. Right. Yep. If he if he values the money, he rides a Yamaha, even though he doesn't like it. He's gone on. He's told everybody he doesn't like the Yamaha. If he thinks he can win and make money that way, he'll go on a Suzuki. It's an interesting dilemma for him. I, I definitely, I, I'm wondering, uh, wonder what he's going to end up taking. Um, we'll have to see. It'll be interesting to uh, to see what he does. Uh, Kenny Blackfoot Yamaha Canadian Series. Yamaha. I thought they rode Hondas. Blackfoot Honda. No, Blackfoot Yamaha. The last uh, five, six years. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. They're done. They announced they're pulling out of racing. Really? I talked to the dude the other day. He said he was wasn't going to do that. Done. Pulled out, and that's a lot of titles too. So what does that mean? They're Dusty Clatt and Colton Fasciati and Tyler Medaglia are looking for rides. Huh. It's big. It's big up for those guys anyway, so uh, bummer deal. I thought they were trying to do a deal with KTM or something. 
That's what I heard. They denied it. I heard that from somebody who was dealing with KTM on some Red Bull stuff, but the really? Blackfoot guys denied that. So That's kind of funny because that's what the guy told me when I was talking to him about his semi-truck. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what you get. Um, uh, but, hey, let's take a call. Sinjin. What do I have to do to win those tickets? I can do, I'll can. i do anything. Blow Albertson on the air. Will you blow Albertson live in the pits? I can't do that. He he do that for free. He doesn't need tickets. <laughs> All, right. All right, fine. It's done. Just give me those tickets. I'll do it. Hey, really? You really need them? <laughs> what? You really want them? God, the, the phone's really jacked up. What did you say? I said you really want the tickets? You really do? Like, I'm dying for them. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, guys? I well, hey, you know, oh, already I won a bunch of stuff anything. on you. I will go in the pitch butt naked. Ooh, dude, you, I, you, I, you gotta talk about stuff that we would actually want you to do. Not Okay, I'll meet up. you guys can tell me anything to do there, and I'll do it. Alright, this is what I need you to do. I want to make a, okay. I want to make a sandwich board. You know what a sandwich board is? It's a it's a piece of like plywood that has two ropes connected to it, and it's it's like a sandwich. And you wear it over your head, and it said the Pulp MX Show rules. And you got to walk around the pits with it all day. Are you gonna make it for me? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're gonna have to get it. And then at night we'll have fluorescent lights, and it'll light up. <laughs> and you got to stand up. You got to stand on the. You got to stand on the corner when everybody's leaving, and and it'll say, "I am Sinjin from the Pulp MX Show." I'm gonna get my ass kicked, but that's fine. Who's going to kick your ass? What do you mean? No. Some some people think they like me or some people hate me. It's fine. I, yeah, I swear to God, if you make that, I would put it on my head. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're going to make that for you, though, but Who's going to make that? Tits? You going to make that for him? I wasn't listening. I was answering calls. <laughs> Can you hear that feedback? That's fucking ridiculous, dude. Horrible. It sounds like alien. Dude, we can't deal with this. Sinjin. I'm working on it. Bye, Bye Sinjin. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, want to give him the tickets? We'll give him the tickets. He's putting I up. I love you. I, I freaking love you. All right, he's on hold. Hey, whoever whoever's in the chat room asking about Chris Blos and Kyle Partridge, instead of posting a bunch of shit on there, why don't you just call in and I'll explain it to you. And Chris Blos, the reason why Chris Blos didn't get signed and why Kyle Partridge did. So if you uh, want to, you know what? Honestly, though, how many times have we got to cover this? Uh, I'm just gonna say whoever this idiot in the chat room is just really going off about this. Um, uh, I'll explain it to you. I mean, we we. We, yeah, we, we, seriously, we've covered this a lot. Well, maybe they don't know about it. I mean, you even covered Blos's grandmother getting upset on the, in Vital on Vital MX. Okay, well, right? I know, I know. Hart uh, Partridge is the emo gay guy. That's what you guys say. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, does it really matter? No. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, two two tickets to the Monster Energy uh, uh, Cup. We've given away two sets of tickets, people. Publix show. So that's it then, right? That's it. We're out. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We're out. Um, uh, what else, Kenny? What else we got? Uh, nothing. We're just sitting here and you're uh, doing your thing here. Um, what about Andrew Short? Andrew Short. Same as Brayton in my eyes. I like wow. Andrew Short. Wow. But what's he going to do? He got fifth in the series last year. Well, so. dude, I mean, up until last year, he'd made the top three in like eight out of nine series. Uh, and he, last year, he wrote a KTM... There, I know there, there were a few, but dude, the year before, the year before years. that, he did really well, but everyone was out, and he still didn't win. He still couldn't beat the one guy that he had to beat every week. Right, right. I, I like Andrew. I'll tell it to his face. I, I, I'm just calling it a spade a spade, dude. He had the chance when there was only Dungey in there to go win a race and win races, and he didn't. He did it outdoors. 
he could not put it together and win. Well, there's only one winner, Kenny. Well, I, I know, but when you're racing outdoors, you're, <laughs> he, you're, he's, you're asking me about what I think. I'm telling you, he battled with Brett Metcalf. Brett Metcalf's awesome. Great guy. Shorts, right. awesome. And I'm not, no disrespect to Andrew. I, dude, if, if he won a race, I'd be the first one to congratulate him. Yeah. I like Andrew. I like Jackie. I like their whole program. But I just do not think that just because he's getting on a Honda now, it's going to take him to the top four. He's a, he's a top five guy in my eyes. Well, he certainly got questions. I think he can rebound on that bike with that with that team. I think he can rebound back to where he was. It's going to take some work. Rebound. So did you say rebound? He's going to beat Villapoto. He's going to beat James. Well, he's he never beat... he never beat those guys before. He was always top three. So top I mean... three, but he was top three when everybody was out of the class. That's what I'm trying to get at. Uh... And I like Andrew Short. I did. I wish him the best, but I'm just being realistic. Is he going to beat James? No. Is he going to beat Chad? No. Is he going to beat Dungey? No. Is he going to beat Villapoto? No. Is he going to beat Trey? No. Wow. Straight up. You asked me about my guys. Are they going to beat those guys? No. Okay. All right. Could they? Maybe. But straight up on paper, no, they won't. They have a lot of work to do. And I know Andrew. I mean, who, who knows? Andrew, that's the injury he had was pretty gnarly. And, I, dude, believe me, dude, I would love to see him do good. But being realistic, you only can have one winner. I get that. But at the end of the day... There's a guy that gets third, a guy that gets fourth, and a guy that gets fifth, and a guy that gets sixth. And that's where he's at. He's fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, right in there every week. KTM, yeah, he was there. He rode awesome. Smoked my guys, no doubt in my mind. He put the wood to them. But can he put the wood to these other guys? I don't think so. I think that bike's going to be a lot better. I, 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 I agree. I, I agree. I think it's going to be better, but I don't think it's going to make or break him. I mean, dude, even if he gets a good start, let's say he starts second or third, okay, and right. those other guys start behind him, they're going to pass him, and he's going to end up where he ended up. I mean, okay. I'm just, just calling it out, dude. Wow. Yeah, you are. Um, okay. All right. Um, uh, Brian, you there? Yeah, this is Brian. What's up, Brian? How are you? I'm all right. Uh, James Stewart fan, you know, kind of been rooting for him, but I'm frustrated that he doesn't put out a lot of information, like what's going on. I heard you guys mention him, but uh, not looking like he's going to race is it, this weekend. This weekend? No, I don't think so. Kenny? Who, Jazz? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. No. Nope. You, you know what? You never count that guy out. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever count him out. Yeah, keep rooting for him. He'll be there, bud. All right, man. Thanks right. for the call, bud. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any way he races this weekend, but maybe. Kicker Bob. Yo, Mathis, what's going on? What's up? How are you? Did you give those things? Did you seriously give those tickets to Sinjin? Yeah. Dude, I'm sitting on the phone. I told Tits to get me on the phone because you guys were complaining, especially Watson was complaining how much crap you've given to him. You know what? I'm like, dude, it'll just rile him to death if you give me those tickets. Dude, dude you're the one who won the kicker sound set, didn't you? To the show, and I can't get him there. And I was hoping to get those tickets. Well, yeah, but kicker, Bob, you're, uh, you're in Indiana. I realize that. I have free plane tickets available to me. Sorry we didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to tell Tits. I was like, dude, get me on the phone. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Hey, question for you. Last yeah. week you guys were chit-chatting about uh, you guys had a guy call in and was railing you, Mathis, about the two-strokes. No, we're not talking about no more two-strokes. No, 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 no. I'm going the opposite direction. What I'm, I liked what 
I like what Mathis had to say. And what I'm wondering is, here's a thought. What if you guys would do a small section of the show where you do some kind of a mechanics corner? Like talk about how to fix bikes? Yeah, not not major, nothing major, just something little. Maybe every once in a while get get one of the mechanics on the phone. I mean, shoot, you guys used to work on them all the time. I think it'd be a great little corner. All right, we'll think about it. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be good. Hey, uh, the new rocks, uh, the new rocks, four G, uh, things for iPhone. Yeah. Are they going to fit the four S? Do you guys know? Have you guys talked to them? Uh, I think they will. I'll know more next week, but I'm pretty sure they will. I'm going to go from a 3G to a 4S finally. Any chance of getting one of those? Uh, sure, you can buy one. <laughs> uh, no, kicker, I'm, kicker Bob, I'm right out of them right now. i got to order some more, and I'm going to wait for that new phone before I absolutely order them. But maybe we'll give some away once we get the new stock in. That's cool. I'll right. uh, keep listening, but, yeah, All right. appreciate it. Thanks. Have a good week. All yeah. right, see you, bud. Good talking to you guys. Bye. Uh, kicker Bob, I'm not scared to ask for stuff. Sweet. Thanks for the call, Kicker Bob. Always <laughs> always enjoy your uh your call. Um Hey, why don't we why don't we uh see if we can get a hold of Larry Brooks? Really? About Andrew Short? Yeah. Okay, let's ask Larry Brooks where does he think Andrew Short's gonna finish? If we can get him, yeah. I okay. mean yeah. Would you guys like that if we called him and asked him? Tits. Because I, I would love to call I, I would love to debate Brooks on this one. Yeah, for sure. And um, I know for Stan Merrill, he's sure he's, he would love to beat the number seven. Like, oh, fuck, that's my guy. But you know what? I, I just want everyone to notice that I am not talking shit on Andrew Short. I like Andrew Short. He's like, we have this long-going thing between us. Like, you know, it's he's a good, good guy. Good guy, good heart, good family guy. And I would always, like, I respect Andrew Short for what he's done. He's been around a while, and he's a hardworking dude. But personally, I just do not think that he's going to be a podium guy. And that's I, I people know I speak my mind and I don't like to talk shit. So uh, yeah, let's let's try. We're gonna try to get Brooks. You think he'll pick up the phone if we called him? Did you get him? Really? No way. Come on, dude, you. you're joking. Uh, Larry Brooks. What's no up? No way. Wow. <laughs> Dude. Hey, I told you we were just gonna call you one time. I told you that. Dude, I can't yeah. believe I can't believe you picked up. I can't <laughs> believe you picked up the phone, dude. Uh, no, I, did, I didn't know what the number was, so I picked up and you guys pulled a fast one on me. Dude, yeah. you can always hang up. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it depends on what you what you say. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 hey, let's. Uh, we were just talking about the Andrew Short signing, um, and congratulations on that. He he had me fooled. I thought he was going back to KTM. I really did. Yeah. I, I thought he was for sure, especially when he told me to wait for August, October 1st, which I knew the Dungy press release was coming out, and I just figured it would be announced then. Um, what attracted you to Andrew Short? Um, I mean, Andrew's a good guy. We, we had been talking for a while uh, uh, before 2011, but uh, obviously things didn't work out then, and, and – uh, you know, well, so we just continued talking this whole time, and it seemed to work out perfect for this uh, coming year, for 2012. Hey, do you got a name of your team, dude? No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, we have a company name, but it's not it's not out yet. Dude, no. I know I'm tired of writing Larry Brooks slash Jeremy McGrath. I was tired. Of, we got to come up with a name. 
McBrook, McBrooks. We're release it pretty soon. It's just not. It's right. not ready yet. Right. Um, hey, there's Larry no. Larry and Jeremy for now. There's no secret that Andrew. Larry Jer. Larry Jer. That's right. That's uh, right. Hey, there's no secret that. Uh, well, first of all, before we get too far into this, what what, what happened at L and M, Larry? Dude, what, why are you putting him on the spot? Dude? I know, but I got to. If I don't ask, just them, tell him it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it didn't work out, and I walked away, and and uh, well, no, I was told not to come back, and and I didn't. Wow, that's kind so, of gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that one must have been like, dude, since she started that whole deal, that must have been like a. Freaking kick in the gut. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm reading all these interviews that everybody's doing and just kind of laughing, and you know, everyone wants to make themselves look good. I don't know. I, I, I really don't have anything to say about it. It just didn't work out. And I'm gonna go do a new thing. Okay. Last question. Did you enjoy your family time? <laughs> uh, I don't know how much uh, quality family time I actually had. Right. Uh, but I, I, I was around my family a lot, definitely. Well, um, uh, hey, getting back to Shorty, um, you know, we just talked before you got on the air about, you know, Andrew finished top three in something like eight out of nine series or seven out of eight series that he was healthy in um, in the big bike class. Can you get him back to there? Can you get him back to that level? Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I we're going to have good equipment. I mean, that's a that's a super positive thing for for Andrew and for any rider to have good equipment. And uh, you know, he's 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 done it before. You know, it seems like the level is is getting faster, and the guys are hanging it out more. And there's a group of guys that are that are pretty damn fast at the front of the pack. But uh, I think I think Short's got what it takes to do it. He's got a great work ethic and all those things and. And in my opinion, riding that 350 for a year is going to help him out with his corner speed and things that he had to improve to keep up with everybody on a on a on a, uh, a bike with less CCs, mm-hmm. however you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I I I I believe that he'll be a top runner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if he can if he can get in the top five, if he can stand on the podium then I think the next step would be winning. So I think it's going to be a process. I don't think it's going to be an overnight thing. I think it's going to be a, a lot of work at the test track and and uh, just kind of getting him, you know, working on his program, should I say, a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you picked the phone up and you're talking to us. That's amazing. But, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, works Honda? Works, I mean, pretty much works bike? Works bike, yep. Yeah. Uh, how, did, how did you pull that off? I don't know. I, I, it, just, it just seemed to work out. Really? Did, yeah. Did, did you, oh, wow. I could figure out how it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, uh, and, and you got another guy? You're, you're working on another guy? You're going to have a two-man team? going to have a two-man team. Uh, I haven't picked the second rider yet. We're kind of uh, – we have a short list that we're, we're kind of going through right now and, you know, trying to decide who that guy is. It's, it's a tough one. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys that – that have done well and and they've got downfalls of their own and then there's guys that have potential that can do well and they've never had the equipment or the uh the surroundings to do well so it's uh it's kind of a tough one you know do you go on potential or do you go on past results or you know so we're we've got everything kind of written down and 
and trying to figure it out right now. But, you know, we're going right. to make that decision here in the next uh, couple weeks. Here's where Kenny starts telling you about Chris Blows because he tells everyone else that comes on the show about Chris Blows. Hey. Kenny? We've, we've talked about Chris Blows. I mean, Chris I, Blows is... I think Chris, he's, a, he's a bulldog is what he is. Dude, he's 22 years old. He's raced Supercross for two years. The equipment probably is not going to be where it needs to be. And he's one of those guys that will be there week in and week out, and he'll, he will not leave nothing on the table, anything on the table, anything. Yeah. And, yeah. dude, and, uh, he, and he's one of those guys that will say, I'll, I'll ride for free. Just pay me bonuses, and when I do good, I deserve to get paid. And if I don't, I don't deserve to get paid. That's how Blos looks at it. And you know what? That's like you said, Larry. I I agree with you 100%. Out of all the guys that are left out there, it's a pool. It's like, how could you go wrong or how could you go right? It's like a catch-22. Yeah, They're all so good and so, all such on an equal playing field. It's like, okay, this you got to take one guy and, and, and then support it and go for it and, wish, and hope the best. You know, then you take uh, another guy. It, that's a tough one because they're all pretty much equal, I think. They're yeah, all pretty yeah. much equal. I mean, it's one of those guys, one of those things that you, when you when you choose a guy or you go a direction, it's going to have to be everything into it, you know, and, and make sure that he's got the, the best equipment that you can provide for him, the, you know, the best surroundings. The, there's going to be so many factors that, that is going to play out at that point that, you just got to go all in and, and give it everything you have. And, you know, like I said, you know, it, it, it's, it's a difficult thing because every rider has its positives and negatives, and, and you got to outweigh the one or the other. And, and, you know, some guys have a lot of, of talent, but maybe they haven't put everything into it, or, or you know, they have a lot of, lot of potential, and they've never been able to reach that full potential. And, but, but I think, yeah, I mean, we're on the same page. I think you see it the way I see it. Anyone that's, that's trying to choose a team or look at riders, they're, they're looking at every aspect of it. It's a tough one. I mean, uh, I, I, it, that one guy isn't sitting out there ready to be napped. I mean, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's choosing through what's there and picking the best guy that can, uh, in the end, get that result. Hey Larry, does um, are both guys getting full factory equipment, or does does your one does Andrew get different stuff than the other guy? Uh, there's there's a full factory bike, and then the other one is a factory bike, but then we're going to develop the engine on it. Oh, cool! Yeah. Uh, for me, that's a better way because then I get to learn the bike a lot more. And I haven't worked with a Honda. Well, I haven't worked with a Honda in a long time, but you know, just uh, just to just the ability to kind of work with it and go through some things and, and figure it out. And I think it's going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it too. Um, uh, yeah. Good luck picking that second rider. I'm sure your phone is blowing up. And, uh, and like you said, put him in a hat really, you know, um, <laughs> you know what's great about this whole deal? Like, no disrespect to any rider that races Supercross and goes out there, but some of the people that call and send me resumes, I'm just like, really? <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, I respect you, what you do, but yeah. there's a level. There's a level of, yeah. you know, you have to do, and, and uh, like the level I think Larry and Jeremy are going at it, there's a certain level of rider that they're going after. And you get a guy that makes a main once in a while, and, you know, it's, it's, I'm in a weird position because I got one of those riders on my team next year. And it's like... Really, and people are questioning me, why would you sign this guy? Why would you sign this guy? And you know what? The same reason I signed Blos. Blos had a lot of potential, and people didn't see it in him. And we gave him the opportunity to prove himself, and he has proven himself. And things 
don't work out sometimes where contracts conflict and you have to let someone go and you don't want them to go. But a lot of people don't realize that are in the chat rooms and you know online. There's a lot more to it than just signing a guy up and, and giving him a bike and go race. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, they 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 first off they have to earn that position. You know, they have right, to have the totally. ability. They've had to have some sort of result or at least the ability to get a result at some point. But you know, it's 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 a tough decision because the some sometimes you really like the guy and you can't hire him because just because you like him. You yeah, know, he, you totally. have to look at it from a business side and and you know there's there's no right or wrong. I mean, it, it's who you want to put your heart and soul into. At least how I do it. You know, you got to put your heart and soul into that guy and help him over the hurdles or help him kind of a. Uh, you know, weed out the bugs, whatever that bug may be. I mean, everyone's got their own demons, but to weed out that issue that they may have to, to get that result. And I, I think there's so many good riders out there or so many riders at the level that we're kind of looking at, and it, it's a tough decision, definitely a hard one. Hey, you know it's crazy? It's like every time I see you at the track when you have a guy like going for a championship or going for a race wins like you're the most nervous guy out there like trying to talk to you you're just like heisman me don't talk to me right now <laughs> are you going to be that fired up and that intense with your guys that you have now like you you i mean you know good as me dude you're not going to the races to win a championship with andrew short i know that you you know that it's like you know hey you're gonna go out and do the best you can if he gets on the box i mean we just had the conversation before you got on the phone i said hey i like andrew he's a hard worker i back him but in my eyes he ain't gonna do better than fourth or fifth ever with those, with those guys in there. I don't care what he's riding. That's his caliber of rider. That's what I think, and I might be wrong. But yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying... I, mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if, if, if Andrew has reached his full potential. I, I don't know what the ceiling is, and I don't know if he's, if he's got a limit right now, or, you know, I'm going to find that out. But my true belief and what I think is that, that he's never... Uh, He's never been able to reach that full potential. Whatever the reason is, he's never been able to reach that. And if that's right. his program that he does during the week, that it's not enough, it's too much. It's you know we we've had a lot of discussions about programs, and he he's he's very particular because he keeps notes on everything that he's done and yeah. a good weekend, bad weekend, and he can show you what he did and. And I and I and I see there's there's a there's a you know there's a, a little trace of different things that he had did you know that week leading up but you know you're you're never gonna know until you get there and, and until yeah. I feel like I got my hands on him and and I either you know fail or succeed I, I don't know until that point you know there's a there's nothing against the Honda guys and and maybe even KTM guys but. Uh, Kenny, and you know, you, you're more like Larry, where the the factory teams are kind of like machines. Hey, Ryder, show up on Saturday and give us what you got. But there's not a lot of one on one working with the rider mentally, physically. Obviously, there's some testing involved, but you're more of a hands on manager, and Ken, Kenny's going to have to be hands on with Hansen. Well, so let me tell know, you. Let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, you can't compare me to what Larry does. Larry is way more into the R&D side than me. You know, I have guys that do that kind of stuff. I'm not, I don't have the background where he comes from because he's a rider and he could watch the bike and see what the bike's doing. He's hands down way better at technical stuff than I could ever be. And I wouldn't even try to do it because I don't know what the hell's going on. But I think that with him getting riders and developing, his track record proves himself, you know, what he's done with guys in the past. Andrew Short, uh, 
I don't know about. I mean, uh, I, right. I, I guess I want to say to you, Larry Brooks, if, if this guy comes out and he's on the box, I'm going to be the first one to be in your tent congratulating him and you. I mean, what can I say? But good work. I mean, I, I think you guys definitely have your work cut out in front of you. And believe me, dude, I'm pumped that you and Jeremy are coming out because, dude, our, we need more teams. Yeah. We're stoked yeah. to have more people out there. And, hey, more power to you. And, you know, I just like that you just didn't uh, go away and say, you know what, screw it. And you're coming back bigger and better and just shut people down. That's what I like. Um, I mean, there, there was there was obviously a time that I didn't want to come back, you know what I mean, that, that those sad days and whatnot. But, <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like this is where my education is. This is where I'm, I grew up at. And you too. I mean, we've yeah. all grown up in this industry. and It's like, know, what else are we going to do? I mean, dude, you're just – you're just giving in, giving yeah. in to the machine, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast that uh, that Steve did with Brian Swink, and dude, uh-huh. if if you want to listen to that sometime, you people out there, listen to that. It's going to open your eyes about a guy that's been raised in the motorcycle industry that no, that's all he knows and that's all he wants to do, but he can't. He's walked away from it. And he's been away from it for a few years now, and he can't get back in. And now he's working. At some place, making eight dollars and fifty cents an hour, building CAT scan machines. You know what I mean? And he's just, wow. and he's just bummed. He's just like, man, all I know is motorcycles. This is what I know, and this is what I spent twenty years of my life doing, and now I'm fucked. You know? <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of people look at the motocross industry, and this is the way I see it: is is I've got years and years and years of it, of motocross education. And and a lot of people don't have that, you know. They they've worked in the real world and they have an education at 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 doing whatever that job may be. And and I think our job is is this industry and trying to live through the politics and understand the politics and understand the people and and be a psychiatrist with the riders and and do all the things that we do. And and we in in my case, I mean, I've got years of motorcross experience. And Excuse me. This is my education. This is what I know, and this is what I love. And I'm just—I've been fortunate to be able to make a living and 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 make a job out of my hobby. And you know, I don't think anybody can just jump in and do it. You have to yeah, for grow sure. up in it. And and a lot of outsiders can't get in. And and Swingsters, you know, in his situation, he walked away from it. And to walk away from it. It's very difficult to get back in once you're away. Yeah, you know, like Larry's saying, it's like so many people probably hit you up, Larry, and hit me up and hit Steve up, and I know they don't hit tits up, but they they probably go, dude, how do I get in? You you can't go to Harvard and get a master's degree in in racing and learning about it has to be hands on, and you got to learn from you know from your mistakes and learn from being on the road. For me, you know, just like you when you were a rider, I mean, dude, I spent years on the road and some of those years were with Larry Brooks when he was a rider you know he he had a ride I would help him he wasn't my rider didn't you give his laundry away or something I gave a I traded a jersey (laughs) (laughs) but like back in the day he'd be riding and he'd be his mechanic wasn't around at the time and he had a practice bike in someone's truck and we all like you know came together one day I watched his bike maybe one day Berluti watched his bike it doesn't matter we all helped each other but what I'm trying to get at is it was a learning experience being on the road learning life's lessons from being there and in the education of supercross and motocross I mean that's the way you learn you can't go to school and go to Harvard and get a, a degree and then go get a job working for a motocross team and think yeah. you're going to be where Larry, what Larry's doing uh, hey Larry uh, wow. um, yeah you like that uh, hey what was that 
that was that was our sound guy. It's a little loud, Tits. We oh, need to back that down. Loud. Um, hey, Larry, what uh, talk about the team starting? Did you go to Jeremy? Did Jeremy come to you? Obviously, you guys are longtime friends. Uh, you know, you guys won a lot of titles together, a lot of races. How did it start? Who who decided? Hey, let's go racing. Um, well, I had been talking to Jeremy uh, since I had some time off and a little bit of a time on my hands, should I say? At, and and just kind of brainstormed the idea and and you know I wrote it down, kind of put it in a business form and and actually approached him and you know he he actually said something to me first that he may be interested in in you know taking on the role of an owner or, you know getting involved in a in team ownership and and so I took that and brainstormed it a little bit and thought shoot you know maybe I should have the first one I want to approach or somebody that I want to. Uh, partner with is somebody that I enjoy working with and and we've been friends for a long time so that was the first guy that I I went to but actually he was the first one to say something to me and so I just kind of took what his comments were and built it into a program and then came back at him and said what do you think about this and Mm -hmm. he thought it was a really good idea and we jumped in in bed together uh can you tell us any sponsors anything anything official uh uh, still working on that uh, everything. I mean, we're going to release everything. We're going to we're going to do like a team rollout. But yeah, not not right now. I mean, okay. it's just right. it's it's still a little bit early. Not too early, but right. it's still a little bit early. And I I you know it, there has to be a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. No, I agree absolutely. Hey man, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, we got to we got to run. Um, we got Dave Prater coming up to talk about the Monster Energy Cup. But thanks for coming on. I I'm surprised you picked up, and I'm happy you did. It's cool. No worries. I appreciate you guys uh, at least not asking me too many questions. And Watson, you even gave me a, co- a compliment. So hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how to reply to that, Larry. <laughs> a few weeks. A few weeks. Uh, you've ago, always been cool to me. I'm just checking with you. A few. A few weeks ago, I was kind of butt sore, but it healed. Yeah, yeah. We all we all get mad at each other, but you know right. what? I'm going to see you every single weekend. You're going to see me. And you're going to make fun of me and put your hands together in the tower and jack with me like oh, normal. So, hey, it, it, we're, like, we're kind of like long-lost brothers a little bit. Hey, yeah. do you still, are you still mad at Kyle Lewis for knocking down Jeremy's little cheater bumps on the jump on, jump off on the parade lap? <laughs> a little bit. I, I get over it, and then it comes back to me. No, I'm just kidding. No, that, that's years ago. I, so, I do I do carry grudges for a long time, but I'm over that well, now. I've got bigger grudges to carry. I just I love Larry walking onto the track and pointing at Voss or Lewis and being like, "What are you doing? You're in the way. Get out of the way." <laughs> yeah, dude I, dude, I wish I had like a reel of Larry Brooks's <laughs> finest <laughs> moments out there, dude. Oh, he's he's, a, he's he kills I'm it. So glad people didn't film that stuff yeah. because I would be very embarrassed at this point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're all good, dude. You're all good. Hey, thanks for uh, letting yeah. taking our call there yeah thank you wish you guys the best of luck all right thank you guys i'll talk to you soon see, ya. see it later right. larry brooks everybody coming up uh with his new team uh, uh yeah he thinks he can work with short he thinks he can can do it can he uh, hey i told him the same thing i said before i, I don't think he can do it if, if he uh, does uh, if he does we're gonna if, do a bet if our phone screener over there liked andrew short and not ryan dungy i think he would have been over that table to fight you already with the well too bad the other guy wasn't in this town he'd have been freaking yeah what about Mosher? he's gonna be Pounding Brooks and McGrath. Moser's actually on hold. Oh God, here we go. What what number? Three. Moser. Thanks for getting me on, Tits. Uh, I'm I'm excited to talk to Larry. 
Okay, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Moser? Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Larry, Larry Brooks is on the other line. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I know. Thanks for getting me on. Hey, what's up, Moser? I just wanted... Can you guys actually hear me or not? Yeah, yeah, we got you. He's waiting. Answer, yeah. Ask a question for him. Who's this? Oh, yeah, no, I just wanted to congratulate him on his podium guy. Dicks. <laughs> All right. Sorry, bud. He, he even... Uh, yeah, I know. Thanks for getting me on. I'm excited. We 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 uh we want to get you on with Brooks, but maybe like an official introduction first, and so you don't creep him out over the phone. Uh, I think maybe face to face would creep him out more. I don't know. Yeah, he needs he needs to he needs to know you though. Like I believe truly that he needs to know you. That's why that's why I called in, bud. Right, right. Well, we, we can work on that. That's yeah, all right. There's, we've got we've got uh, we've got eternity. I'm I'm excited. Obviously, I've got a hop in my step this last week. It won't go away. Yeah, well, you've got a hop in your step, and Tits has, uh, you know, uh, a little dead spot in his. I can't speak for Tits. I'm just looking ahead, putting our head down. We're going to work hard. Looking ahead. <laughs> looking ahead. Team's working hard. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see Shorty, Shorty and Brooks. I know they came close last year, and I really believe Larry's as hands-on as you can get with a guy. As much as you want to be hands-on, Moser, it's different. I was just going to say, hands, I like the phrase, hands-on and short go together nicely. <laughs> All right, buddy, we're going to break for commercial. So, thanks. Yeah, sounds good. All, All right, right, later. See ya. All right, that was Moser. Him and Larry Brooks will soon be buddies. Uh, thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We're going to take a commercial break, try to work on these phones a little bit, and uh, be back in eight minutes with uh, Dave Prater, Feld Entertainment, Monster Energy Cup guru. See ya. See ya. Hey, See ya. This is Michael S. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Kenny Watson and the other guy. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX Show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. 
Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Shard, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 
15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hi, this is Michael Lessing, factory Red Bull KTM rider. I depend on Free Gun to keep my junk clean, and so should you. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Coming at you, Kenny Watson leaving the studio. Coming up with Dave Prater. Coming up very shortly. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Pulp Max Show presented by BTOsports.com. Kenny Watson has uh, left the building for now. Um, Tits, what's going on? We have uh, Dave Prater on hold on line six. Dave Prater's on the line? Yep. Okay. Um, fantastic. I can hardly wait. Um, I don't know where Kenny is, but we'll get to that shortly. Uh, is he on six? Dave Prater? Dave Prater? Yeah, hey, what's yeah. up? How are you? Good, man. If Kenny's not in... Yeah, he's here. He's here. He just went to the uh, he went to the bathroom, and then he's on his phone. So he'll be back. All right. I was going to be disappointed if Kenny wasn't here. <laughs> uh, I mean, nothing, I love you, Steve, but, you know, it's even better with Kenny. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. He'll be, he'll be here shortly. Uh, uh, what's going on, bud? You're in Vegas right now. I'm in Vegas. I'm in your town. I'm not very far away. Yeah. I'm, uh. Down at the stadium, moving in for Monster Energy Club. So we uh, we actually got here on Saturday morning, and we've been moving in ever since. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pumped for this race this weekend. How's it going? Uh, uh, you excited? I mean, is it, it? I guess you're just right now starting to work a ton, right? Getting ready for this Saturday's race. Well, I've been working a ton for a while, but um, yeah, as far as actually getting it done and getting it built, yeah, it's uh, 
it's been pretty exciting. Just, we put in the, uh, the outdoor section around um, the grass area and the pool area today. So that's all done. We built the uh, scaffolding for the platform that's going into the stand for the track. Well, that's pretty impressive. You know, you see it on paper and it's, yeah. it's cool, but then when you actually stand there and look at it, it's like, whoa, a little bigger than I imagined. So it's going to be impressive. It's been fun. We're uh, ripping down fences and doing all kinds of things. Yeah, it, uh, it, going up into the stands was uh, is a pretty cool idea. What made you think about that? What made you want to do it? You know, we hadn't done it in a while. I think it's, I think it was 2000 Pontiac that we did it the last time. So just wanted to make it different, and uh, we didn't want to do another super drop. We wanted to make this high for track and do some elevation cleaning. And, you know, most people know, but we're going to run the track out through the pit area. So we're going to have a VIP area that you can actually stand inside that and get, you know, yeah. close and personal with those guys. So, Yeah, he left. He he often does just leave in the middle of the show, but he came back finally. Man, I believe you. I've known Penny for a long time. I know how he is. Um, hey, um, I saw the pit layout. The trucks are in a different spot, huh? They're in the they're more in the main parking area. Well, that's where the track is. Does it go all the way to the grass? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was. Sorry, bro. Jeez. you another question can you explain the format like uh, i was talking to my guys today so it's it's three main events but how do you get into the main event is it, is it going to be off of seating and practice is it or is it going to be heat races and semis and lcqs they ride all that then they have to ride three motos yeah it's heat races semis, and lcqs so basically going a little old school supercross format you do a heat race, eight lap heat race um, then a six-lap or six-lap semi, if you like that, and then a four-lap LCQ. So, so, <laughs> so, 22 riders, 22 riders to the main. 
So what you're telling me is if you are unfortunate and have to ride all three of those and then have to go ride three main events, you're going to be your dick's going to be in the dirt at the end of the night. So I could I'm going to go out on a ledge right now and say the guy that has to go transfer out of that last LCQ is probably not going to have a shot at the million. I'm just going to throw that out there. It'll be a long term. You got a shot, man. It's going to be uh what's that? Huh? 28 laps if you have to do all that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what what do you what do you think in the lap times will be on that track? Like, do you guys kind of have an idea as like a minute, minute ten? You know what? what I'm thinking, I mean, there's a lot of discrepancy. A lot of people think it's going to be a minute twenty. I think it's going to be more like a minute ten, minute fifteen, just because it's not a supercross track. It's more high speed and more motocross. So I'm thinking about a minute ten. So did, if if let's say that when you guys go out and have someone ride the track and it comes out to be in like a minute 25, would you guys be in into anything about cutting the laps for the heat races in the semis if they're that long of if it's that long of a lap times cuz that's going to be a long time for the guys to be riding. Well, but what's Vegas track normally? 55 seconds. Is it? Yeah, it's about a, it's about a minute. Like right. The super guys are about in the high 50s. Um. Uh. You know what I'm excited for? Kenny, I think if anything, Thursday if we ride the track and it looks like it's going to be super long, we'll just we'll just make it a little less technical, even though it is, and just speed it up a little. Hey, you think it's going to get rough? Is it going to? I mean, the sand, oh, lots of dude. sand and lots. I mean, dude, I mean, just coming from how where they where 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 they get their dirt is the same field we got our dirt from. And once that stuff goes away, it's gone. Like, yeah. I could see the third race. About lap six, it's just going to be blue groove, hard pan in that straightaways. It's going to be nasty. But, yeah, hey. It's gonna be, I mean, we're going to try to keep it kind of rough, motocrossy, and, and try to weight it up as, as much as we can. But you guys know Vegas dirt is tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that's part of that's That's the direction you guys are going. You want to do a motocross. That's what motocross is all about. It's nothing, nothing's ever, I mean, they can bitch and scream and yell, oh, the track sucked, it was rough and bumpy. Hey, it was a hybrid track. It's motocross, too. It's just not perfectly groomed track. Yeah. So. I imagine you're going to get a lot of guys, a lot of suspension guys are going to be busy. They're going to be trying to figure out a track for the outdoor section and then for the supercross section. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, definitely. Tell me how many calls I've gotten from different suspension guys. What it's gonna be like. Yeah, it's gonna be dirty. A guy going wide open down that straightaway in the back and hitting a pothole with suspension stuff. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Shit, I, I hope I could see it from the bar. <laughs> hey, we'll be able to. Man. The bar's right there. I'm uh, perfect. I'm excited for the amateur classes too. Like this is gonna be cool because anytime you put like super minis and you know bright lights and fans, like those kids just lose it. Well, this is what they did before. Hey, right. just to let you know, Prater, I'm I'm here to work with Feld and. Check it out. I'm letting some of your amateur guys come ride the H&H test track to get ready for the Monster Cup. So they're not going to uh, go in blindfolded. I'm all about helping it out wherever I can. And to let you know. Oh, and to, I haven't heard you an amateur kid sitting under your tent. Well, that'll be good. Hey, and to let you know, Dave, and to let you know, we are letting you guys use our freestyle ramp for the contest. Wow. Nice, buddy. We're doing that. We're, we're we're giving it. We're we're so generous. Well, hey, next time I asked you to you know to park up front, let me remember this. <laughs> I'll say one thing. I'll I'll have Dave Prater's back on this. He works 
with a lot of different teams and a lot of different people, and he's the only guy since I've been doing this in his position that delegates and works with you. It's just not, no, I can't do it. I will try to do it, and if I can't, I'll do my best. It's always been black or white with other people, and there's definitely he tries to make things work. And coming from me, coming from a lot of other guys that you work with, I appreciate that, and I know they do too. At least it's somewhere somewhere we know we can go to and talk to and get an answer. It's not always what I want to hear by any means, but at least it's straight up, and it's like, hey, this is the way it has to be. I'm, I'm sorry. Most people, it's just like, nope, go get kick rocks, get out of here. And I don't know why. At least with you, it, it happens that way, and I appreciate all your hard work, buddy. Well, thanks, Kenny. I appreciate it. We're all in this. We're all in the thing together, you know. So as much as we can work together, um, what we got to do. Hey, talking about going into the stands again, I was thinking like obviously I was around in Pontiac days, but Vegas stands to me, and maybe I'm wrong. It's pretty steep, isn't it? It's going to be a pretty good climb. Yeah, man. It's uh, like I said. I you know on paper it all looks pretty good and it looks great and it. You get it. You get in here and you get this thing built and stand at the bottom and look up and you're like, "Whoa!" Right. This is gonna be. Uh, is it kind of? So is it kind like, of? It's gonna be like a Glen Helen hill coming down it. Is it kind of like the Peristyles at the Coliseum? Because that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good uh, climb getting up that thing. Yeah. yeah, it's probably about the same angle. It's probably almost exactly. Does it go all the way to? Does it go all the way to the top? All the way and turns at the top. It's uh, there's eleven. It's eleven rows from the top. Hmm. Wow. Well, they didn't want to go all the way because someone could get smashed up the top and they fly out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. No, we didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad deal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the amateur stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing three uh, ten lappers. I think that's pretty cool too. Uh, hey, you know what I'm looking forward to? What? And I just got the call today, Dave, from your guy about the communications. We are going to do yeah. a deal, and they're going to come out to the track on Wednesday and work with Kyle Partridge. He's going to run the full deal in his helmet. And he is down to communicate during the whole race. And you know who I'm going to have talk to him during the race to help Feld and help the Monster Cup? No other than? You. Carrie Hart. Yourself. Carrie Hart. Wow. Uh, yeah. Carrie Hart. No, it should be cool. I'm looking forward to that, too. I think there's about five guys now that are talking about running it. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah. Your guy and then one of the other one so, that I know of. And there's another three that he's told me about. So that's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that. that that's something we've never seen, obviously. So yeah, I, that'll I, be pretty sweet. I thought the uh, the radio chatter from JGR was an awesome deal. And, of course, it blew up everywhere. And everybody got pissed about it because of that whole traction gate thing. But that was a great look for the fans into what these teams are talking about. And now this is one step further. So Yeah, definitely. You know, hopefully in the near future, we'll do uh, we'll implement this across the board. But yeah, yeah. it's gonna be cool. I'm looking forward to that. That's one of that's one of uh, the most exciting things about it is just the yeah. fact that teams can try different things. You know, they don't have to, but at least we open it up and we can try different things. This yeah. is what I'm talking about when you get to Dave Prater. <laughs> he doesn't alienate anybody, and he works with everyone. God, Prater, you're such a good dude. What about what about the manager's tower? Do we see any improvements there this year? Any uh, is there any going to be redecorating or any sort of furniture set up or paintings or anything? I'm working on a stool for DV, but other than that, um, that's it. It's going to be kind of the manager's tower. Um, there may be a different way to get into it because I know it's a little. Uh, it can be a little difficult to get into, so we're working on that. And then I'll put a well, if I get a stool in there for Villa, and then I'll get one in there for Kenny too. <laughs> well, I got news for you. 
I got news for you. My team banned me from going to the tower this year. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a guy that's gonna be there, not me. I'm gonna go and hang out with my girlfriend in the stands and sit there. Uh, hey, so what uh, is? Are we sold out this week? Uh, can you still get tickets? You still get tickets for sure. Yeah, go to unlv.com. Uh huh. They're uh, they're definitely selling fast. Unlv.com or unlvtickets.com. I'm sorry, or monsterenergycup.com, and you guys can uh, just your tickets there. We can. We can. But, you know, I. You know, I tell. I tell. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a possibility we're going to be paying out a million bucks. So. Hey, hey Prater, you know what's awesome is people ask me for tickets and I give them this number. I give them your cell phone number and I say, just tell them that uh, I told them to call, but it's really the Ticketmaster number. And they go, dude, you gave me number to Ticketmaster. And I'm like, dude, you always get free tickets. Why don't you go buy some and support the cause? <laughs> yeah, man, I love it. You're learning. Yeah. yeah. Right on. All right, Dave. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Um, thank you. Uh, we'll see you this weekend or see you on Thursday. And I'm looking forward to Monster Energy Cup this Saturday. I think if, if you're in the area, if you're in Southern California, drive up. And if you haven't made plans already, drive up and check this thing out. Because like Dave said, there's a, it's a good chance you may give away a million dollars. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. You guys come out. And, uh, yeah, Steve and Kenny, I'll see you guys on Thursday. All right, buddy. Thanks, right. thanks, thanks. For, thanks Dave. Thanks, Dave. All right, Dave Prater, Monster uh, Energy Cup. Dude, straight up, I'm not trying to be like a dick sucker, but that dude is down. He's a good dude. Yeah. Dave Prater is probably one of the, one of the really good ambassadors that we have out there that yeah. that works with the teams through Feld. Right. And I know is he, he he has upper management to deal with, but you know he, there's a lot of things that he doesn't agree with. But sometimes he's his hands are tied and he has to do what he has to do. But you know what? If you know who Dave is, or you ever well, just walk up to him, at least when. Uh, if his boss is above him, make a stupid decision. He goes, dude, it's a stupid decision. Exactly. I know, and, uh, well, you know, we're working on fixing it. And, and I understand your frustration. You know, he's just a really good guy. Uh, Steve, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's good, dude? Hey, man, you've been holding a long time. Sorry for that. Uh, what's going yeah, on, dude, man? I'm a hardcore fan, man. Uh, I just wanted to call in and uh, make some comments. That, that dildo Bob guy, fuck that guy. Wow. He's a piece of shit. I was the one, I was the one that called in about the two-stroke, so I'm just saying he's a dildo. Oh, uh, okay. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, they got the the hippie and hick show. I mean, I don't I don't I don't think you're really trying to open up that can can of worms this weekend, but uh, you know, fuck those guys too, like total idiots. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I I got some uh some uh tweets and emails about it. I guess the uh, the, yeah, the dude, they're they're such fucking boneheads, dude, and like totally unprofessional. I mean, I'm not really like so against like what they say, but they just come off like total like morons, dude. And, like you, I could just see them chilling in like a trailer doing this <laughs> podcast. Like they're just fucking idiots. Hey, all I gotta say is some of the stuff that they're saying. If if you don't have the proof, you shouldn't be fucking saying it. Like you gotta. Yeah. You can't. You can't. The proof is in the pudding. You can't just say shit to like get people to listen and then just laugh like. I uh, I got sent a thread from supercross.com where one of the guys, Justin Quinn, was saying these things that weren't true about me. I Twittered him because he had just been talking to me. I Twittered him and said, hey, dude, this isn't true. Let's talk. Or what? where did you get this information from? And silence. So eventually, when they keep getting called out on stuff and they're silent, this will happen. You know? I mean, I don't know. Whatever. They were just saying – they were just saying a lot of racist stuff. Like, I mean, it's one. I mean, I think everyone's entitled to their opinion, but like, when you're gonna like put it on the air like that, it just it just makes everyone look like a fucking idiot. Hey, so, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna sound like an effing idiot right now. I have no idea who you're talking about and what you're talking about. What happened two, there? Two assholes that decided to start a podcast. Apparently, one of them was like team manager for like half a year or some shit. I don't even know, but 
Who is it, Mathis? Uh, in 2001, his name is Justin Quinn. He was team coordinator. Selvaraj was team manager, and Justin was hired to be the team coordinator. He kind of sucked at his job because, you know, Selvaraj would change his mind a whole bunch, and Justin was new yeah, to the industry, and, and he, he didn't do a good job, in my opinion. He thinks that I didn't like that about him, but I just think he didn't, he didn't know enough about the sport, about the racing. Yeah, he, was, he was talking mad shit about you, saying you are going to get fired and stuff like that, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, yeah well, that's what, he, also, that's what he said. He said, I got fired because of something I wrote. And I never got fired. I've never been fired for anything I've written. I asked him to clarify that, and he and there was crickets on his end. So, yeah, for sure. Do you think he's hey, listening? What do you guys to... think about Alessi? Like, I think he's going to do good this year. He looks good on that bike. Yeah, he did look. I watched that video. I mean, he looked pretty impressive on that Suzuki. X Brand goggles, 2012 line this weekend. Yeah. He'll be debuting. It. Hey, how sick was that when he was jumping over the fence? I thought that looked pretty cool. Yeah, dude, that was like some old school like yeah. Triple X videos footage. My yeah. yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm stoked for. I mean, I wish those guys the best of luck, and I, I really think that uh, if anyone has a chance of winning that money, I think Michael Essie too, because he's a good starter and he can hold that pace for ten laps, and he's super, super good on and that hard. No, and there's no whoops. Yeah, and it's, he's super good on the hard pack. Yeah. So hey, if anyone could win it, I'd be stoked for him. Yeah, I hope he stays through the super. I hope he like stays healthy through the Supercross season, because like I think he's gonna shine outdoors, because like it's like it's like crucial for him this year if he doesn't get a ride. Like, he's got to put the results in. I mean, dude, in that video, I like what he had to say. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll spend everything I have to go racing to prove that I'm better oh, yeah. than those guys. He that, yeah. yeah, he said, dude, I'll, I'll sell everything I have and put everything I have into racing because I want what they have. And, he, dude, he sounds, he sounds hungry. Yeah. Sounds hungry. Yeah, he's the real deal, honestly. Like, I think he's honestly a good kid. Like, people kind of just give him flack because of, of his dad and stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with his dad, but, like, I honestly think he's a good, hardworking kid. No, he's a good, he, wrong impression of and, him. And the thing is, his, used to anyway. his dad his dad is a good guy, too. And his dad just wants what's, what's best for him. And his dad wants to win. And you know what? His dad, maybe his dad outsteps his boundaries sometimes. But at the end of the day... Tony's a good dude, too, when it comes down to it. If you get Tony Alessi away from the track, the guy will roll you. He is a funny dude, and he's a good man, and Mike and Jeff, you know, those are his kids, and he wants the best for him. And if you're going to hinder anything that's in his way, he's going to let you know about it. You can't hate the guy for that, can you? Absolutely not. All right. right hey, Steve. Thanks for the call, Thanks, Steve. No doubt. Take it easy, guys. All right. See you. O'Rourke. Good Evening, gentlemen. How are we? I'm um, good. Thanks for calling, bud. Uh, uh, I know we got some phone issues here we're working on, but uh, I'm in constant contact with my tech guy, so we're working on it. Um, how was how was your yours and Tits conversation? How was it tonight? Oh, it was a bit better than last week. A little oh, bit really? More, uh, oh, oh, a little bit more friendlier. But he did he did very very come down hard on me. What sort of questions I was asking and uh-huh. that sort of thing. So. Oh, okay. So well, just yeah. doing my job, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So maybe you guys are working on repairing that bridge. Yeah, we're getting there, just like you and Hanny. Yeah, me and Hanny, dude, that bridge might be done. I don't know. Um, uh, what's going on? We got AC on the line, so quickly, O'Rourke, what's happening? Oh, I just, uh, I, I tell you what, I've got, a, I've got a big question. I'll, I'll ring back later in the show, but I just wanted to know what's in. You guys uh, changed gear to shift now. Yes. Where's the press release, man? Uh, we're, we're waiting to get all of our. <laughs> All of our sponsors done before we do one because we don't want to leave anybody out. So we, we should be here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that's a cool move. That's cool gear. I love what they've done with Reed and, and yeah. I get a lot. Yeah, we're gonna that. we're gonna do a lot. They're doing a lot of cool stuff with us too, and I think people will be very surprised. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be different, and it's gonna be really cool. And uh, you know, hope people go out and uh, buy the stuff. It'll be good. It's and it's not gonna be like a, um, you know, I could let this out of the bag. It's not gonna be a standalone Hart and Huntington brand. 
like Reed did, it's going to be, you know, other stock pant and they're going to take our logos and build all the supplementation stuff around our sponsors. So it's not like going to be a heat transfer over their lines. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right, it's right. going to be cool. It's cool. going to be definitely cool. All right, on. All right, well, you guys have fun with AC, and I'll talk to you later on. All right, see you, bud. Uh, Adam Seen Sorello, what's up? What's going on, guys? What's our, our next guest? Uh, Adam Seen Sorello, uh, Team Green, amateur, uh, superstar, and this weekend, Monster Energy Cup participant, huh? Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, dude, that's pretty cool. I, I got to say, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys more than the pros almost because you'll hold it together. Like, I know you'll be good and you'll be fine, but some of the guys in the back of the pack, it's going to be carnage because lights and fans and nerves and and hyped up on sugar, it's going to be awesome. Hey, what's what's your guys' format? Are you, are you guys doing two motos, or how does that work? Just it's, two, it's two six-lap motos we have. And they combine your scores, or you just – how does that work? I'm, I don't have the full details, but I know it's going to be – it's going to be good racing for sure because what I can tell from the track map, it looks like that, you know, the guys that I race, they're – you know, they – they go fast, and they'll jump anything on that track, it looks like. So it looks like it's going to be a close race, and it's going to be fun for sure. All you need to know is 1-1 one, one will win the overall. I'm no math genius, but 1-1 one, one wins. Exactly. Uh, uh, that's the way to look at it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And what is it? So it's the, the top 20 super mini riders from Loretta Lens racing? That's Yeah, that's what it is, but I, there's some people that aren't going to do it that are – you know, either on big bikes or you know can't afford to come out here, or whatever. So there's uh -huh. gonna be there's gonna be a couple other like people, like maybe like yeah. eighty class, like that went to Loretta's in like twelve to thirteen or something like that. Okay, now forgive my stupidity here. You're riding super mini, so they're one oh fives with big wheels. Like one twelves, one oh nines, one twelves. It just depends really on what kind of bike you it's ride. A, it's but a big it's uh, I had this discussion with Jake Weimer and. I do not ride eighty fives. I ride super minis, and I like to keep it. I like to keep it super. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, you know, I I had a one hundred five back in the day. That's why I ask. You know, I raced. I raced one um, when I was you know a young a young kid. So, um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be cool. Hey, so what? Are are you excited for this? Is this a big race for you? I mean, you've seen and done it all. You've won a hundred thousand titles, and you know you're projected to be the next great rider in our sport and all this coming up but are you excited for this weekend yeah i mean it's it's definitely big and any chance you know i get to ride supercross is amazing mm -hmm. i'm a like supercross fanatic like you're you watch your whatever maple leaves play hockey yeah but but yeah it's exciting it's going to be different than obviously it's going to be different for everybody than what anybody's ever raced but mm -hmm. i think that aspect of it'll be really cool and you know just the fact that it's kind of that everybody's going for it because it's kind of has that aspect of, you know, nothing right. to lose. So yeah. I think it'll be real. That was funny. I was talking to one of my riders today, and he said, you know what the funny thing is? That Adam will probably have just as fast as lap times as, like, the top, you know, five guys. The, the, the guy big, in 10th or, so, or whatever? No, he, oh. they're, they're claiming, like, the guy's, like, 5th <laughs> through ninth. Like, he'll, he'll probably run that pace. Because oh, the track's pretty much, you know, it's going to be fast. Right, right. And I said, if that's the case, right. if that's the case, if he's running lap times like that, I really think that they should let him ride in that race. But he's an amateur and he can't do it. Yeah, no. yeah. No, that, I would get, I would get cleaned out, dude. The, or uh, you could do the cleaning out. Yeah, uh, there so you go. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. Hey, yeah, who? I don't uh, think that'll work. Who's going to be your competition? Cooper Webb, 
and who else? Who who who's who's looking to be uh, to give you a run here this weekend? I'm not really sure because uh, there's supposedly some people that are going to big bikes and oh, okay. you never know if they're dropping down or you know whatever. So okay. it's just you know kind of one of those deals you just go out there and try <laughs> to win it. Don't really even know who you're racing. Do you ha- are you allowed to ride a Honda 150 in your class? Again, pardon my ignorance. Yes, you are. Oh, that changes things, Kenny. A Honda 150 versus a two-stroke 112. Are, are, the the two-stroke is not dead, Steve. Who, who's so is is that an advantage or is it pretty equal? I I mean I'm not sure. I you know different people have different opinions, but okay. You know I know my bike solid, so. Solid. I mean, it just depends really on the track, just how it shapes up, and but I think I think we'll all be you know we'll all be pretty even. I I, uh, <laughs> I wonder I wonder uh, you think Mitch Payton Kenny will be able to build AC a decent bike or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course so. But I just know like just being from Vegas and and like like I said earlier, the. The dirt that we use at our Supercross track is the same exact dirt they, that they use there. We get it out of the same gravel pit. So I just know how hard and slick it gets. And I kind of think that maybe I might be wrong, but I think that four-stroke mini bike might be work a little bit better on the oh, hard pack. Oh, That's my opinion. I'm not saying that someone's going to beat you, but I think the bike might hook up better. But who knows with a kid. Like, I watch you ride a mammoth, and I will never doubt you again the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Dude, I was like, do you – yeah, it was, that was a sight to see. If anyone's never seen that, go check out the video of him riding. Like, like I've been to Mammoth a lot, and I've never seen a mini bike go around that track that fast. And I've seen a lot of mini bike guys ride there. Well, you know who you know who helped him. You know who helped him out a while ago, right? Like with riding, like a couple years back. Red Dog. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. I wouldn't think anybody else. Right, AC? He's probably poached. A, did you give it? A, you probably had a little bit of RT in there too, a little Tishner and Red Dog and all those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went to I went to uh, Tim Ferry's house on a Saturday one time, Steve. Wow, one time on a Saturday. <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, he's he's yeah, taking a. I, I remember the day. I remember the day clearly. Wow. Yeah. How can you not? How can you not remember it? <laughs> you know, it's awesome. It sounds like he's taking a little bit of everybody's knowledge and putting it in his own. That's I like that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hey, yeah. when uh when are you moving up to big bikes? I know you probably get that question all the time, but. Dude, I, I don't follow the amateurs that much. Uh, you're my guy in the amateurs, so I know you get the question all the time. But when are you moving up? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just it just depends on really when I grow. I'm getting close, though. I can tell you that. Have getting you close to a 125? Hey, have, sure. have you ridden a four-stroke like a big bike of 250F at all? No, just 125 so far. Did Mitch build you a 125? Yes. And how yes, good? Yeah, just a practice bike, right. just to you know mess around on. How good is right that now. thing? It's it's good. I mean, I like it a lot. I like I like the big bike, and it seems like I've been on 80s for, you know, you'd have the stint on 80s where everybody's on 80s from like you know, eight to fifteen. So. Well, I always said it's time to get off an 80 when you could load your 80 in your truck and take yourself <laughs> to the track. Because I remember back in the day, like, those guys would ride. Yeah, good, yeah, they were, they were like 16 and taking themselves practicing. And I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. you know, and, you're, and your competitor that you're racing against is, is getting picked up at school. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, but uh, from what I can tell so far, it's, it's solid. I like it. How, uh, how old are you, Adam? 
Uh, 14. 14. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, but, but uh, 10 days, I'm going to be 15. I'm going to be hitting the streets. <laughs> yeah. With my mom in the passenger seat. So. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, what's yeah, what, what's up for you after Monster Cup? Uh, Minios or not Minios? Uh, yeah, Minios. Minios. Yep. Uh, yeah. Then I'll I'll go back. I'll go straight back after Monster Cup and then start getting ready for that and do that. And that's kind of after that's kind of our little off season. Right. Right. Oh yeah. That that uh that should be cool. I'm looking forward to uh to seeing you. Do you? Do you feel pressure at all coming in? I mean, everybody's going to be looking at you. People are going to be gunning for you. Do you feel that pressure, or how are you handling that? Honestly, like, that's to me, is what I've always what I've always kind of had, and it feels normal to me. Like, that's how racing is supposed to feel. So I think it makes me better because I think it makes me focus more, and, you know, I've always performed better under pressure, so. I'd rather, you know, win a right. lot and have that pressure than not win at all and have zero pressure coming in. I don't think, I mean, every time I, I look at results or watch you race, it seems like there's, like, no one that even really gives you a run for your money. It's usually, like, domination. But I remember, did you ride the last time they had the U.S. Open in Vegas and that, that yes. something happened and you didn't win? But there's a big difference going to from – that race to the Monster Cup, because right in that arena, you probably had six or 7,000. You're going to have 30,000 people looking at you, and that's probably going to be pretty cool. Yeah, that definitely is. And I don't know if we get live TV package or yeah. what we have going, but I would say in front of, like racing in front of the guy. Hopefully they don't all go hit the hot dog stand or something, but that, that'll be cool for sure to race at you know night and not race in a hockey ring yeah you know it, it's crazy i think one of those guys you're talking about at the hot dog stand might be mathis <laughs> yeah well i mean i'll catch one of the main events for sure but dude his race will be live because the whole race is live they're not gonna not gonna have so you'll be on live speed bud i hope so that'd be cool yeah that'll be insane i, I mean if i was a fan though would you want to watch the super mini race or like an interview with Wyndham? no honestly? super mini super mini super mini super mini I, I, it's going to be awesome. I think I think anybody that tunes into speed and that watches racing, I mean, dude, you're the grassroots of the sport, man. You guys, all the kids that are racing in your class are what's coming up the ladder. And I think all these people watching it that don't go to Loretta's, that don't go to Ponca, that aren't really up on all the amateur stuff, that all they do is watch Supercross and Motocross, they're going to get to see what's coming up the ladder. And I think that's going to open up a lot of guys, a lot of people's eyes. And uh, that's you, man. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a you know a whole different crowd, which is you know better than with the moms and dads we have watching us at you know amateur nationals. So yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to be cool, and you know, like I like everybody says, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I, I, when do you get to Vegas? I am leaving on uh, Wednesday, and then I have to do press day on uh, I don't Friday. I would say Thursday. Thursday's press day. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And um. Staying in Vegas, gonna maybe hit an arcade somewhere. Oh yeah! I got a better idea. I got. I, I know the manager at the Spearmint Rhino. I can get you in there and get your first lap dance for free. What a deal! What a deal! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> now you uh, want to go to this place called GameWorks, dude? GameWorks on this trip I've been is. There. I've been there. Place of rules, right? It's awesome. I've been there a few times actually. We had the actually had the dealer show, the Cowie dealer show in Vegas one year, and I went and spent half my life saving there yeah uh, that's funny um uh how was the dealer show in orlando this past this past week it's good 
I yep. saw it. I'm out here. I was um, in California because we, you know, we usually go out there to, you know, just get on the hard dirt and ride different tracks. We do it like twice a year, and I was out there, and so my dad is actually in my motorhome out there, and I had to fly back alone for the first time. Oh, I saw your Twitter. Yeah, you had the little unattended yeah. child. Oh, really? Yeah. Exactly. Do they yeah. do they give do they give you the do they give you the little wings and stuff that you walk you know when you got on the plane? <laughs> no, no, that I think that's for like ten and under though. Oh shit, you're fourteen. What, what, what wings? I don't even. You know, 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 like the pilot wings they give you when you're a little kid yeah. when no, you fly. Wings that I, think, pin on your shirt. I think you might have only seen that in movies, maybe. No, Matt, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey Moser, are you yeah. there? All right. Moser. Yeah, I'm here. Do you have something to say to AC? Yeah, I wanted to, uh, to thank him for helping me get so many followers the other day. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey, I caught you with 30 followers. What's up with that? How would Andrew Short feel? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure he doesn't care, but uh, I must have blocked. If I didn't count them, but at least 50 people. Thanks for that, buddy. <laughs> uh, no problem, really. Anytime. Hey, yeah, Mosher. I another one coming on, another shout-out. Hey. I feel one, too. I do, too. Hey, Mosher, if I were you, you want to jump on a bandwagon? By the time this kid's ready to go... Your guy's going to be in cobwebs, washed up. This could be a kid that you could jump on this bandwagon. Good point. Where, where yeah. you could have a guy that's going to win. And you'll have 92 followers. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, I'll let you know hey, next Kenny. time. Yeah, well, uh, I, I have no doubt that 29 is going to be ahead of number eight all season. So. Number eight? <laughs> Probably, because yeah. I don't know who number eight is. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> Good job, Moser. Uh, all right. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can you count the number of championship Andrew Shorts has? Oh, I don't think so. I can't. Okay, it's a big goose egg. The the number the number nine has uh I I believe maybe one or two more. Or maybe nine or the number eight. The number nine. The number nine has okay. championship. Hey, and don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of uh, Andrew Shorts, but I draw the line. Uh, this, isn't, this isn't about Andrew Shorts. We got AC on the line. I'm um, no. I'm just. I think, uh, it just got, I think it just got a little hot in here. Yeah. Turn up the turn on the turn up the AC. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? That was nice right there. I like that. No, uh, yeah, it's good. Has anybody ever used that one before on you? <laughs> yeah, a few hundred times. Right, right. All right, Moser, thanks, bud. Hey, hey, Adam, did you track down the kid that stole your skateboard the other day? No, I did not. I, I, I'm yet you, to find it. I, I got my trouble? skateboard you get in trouble out. from did your parents get in, what were you you get in trouble for that? No, I, I put it underneath. Her. I went to, uh, I forget, went to go to the mall or something and put my skateboard underneath the underneath the motorhome and I came back and it was just painted. Dude, that's jacked up. Yeah, that's jacked up. Yeah, hey, I'll, I'll probably see you at GameWorks, bro. Yeah, I'll probably be there. I'll be there hey, sure. I, maybe, I sh maybe I should bring my girl down there. She did, she's, there's like a little dancer machine. And she thought she was shredding it until this little black girl got on it and smoked oh, her. Oh, where you step on the dots or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, my girl, my girl got rhythm, but she ain't, she ain't got nothing on that little girl. Hey, smoked th her. Thanks, Moser. Hey, good luck this weekend, Adam. Thank you. Hey, yeah, we need to do that, AC. We need to do another little follow Moser campaign, I think. That worked out well. Yeah. No, that was good. Stirred up a lot of. You know, a lot of stuff, so it's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, hey, if you have uh, if you have time, I, I don't know what your schedule is, and you can't drive, come by the house, and we'll do a right. podcast or something. Well, we can do like a, yeah, sure. a an in depth podcast or something if you got time. I come hope you by. like dogs because this is there's the, the kennel he down. Loves, he loves I'm a Basset Hound fanatic. Then you love it. Then you love it because there's more dogs here at the Basset Hound Rescue. <laughs> the only thing that kept me from getting a Basset Hound is for one, they shed. 
And for two, I hear they get ear infections all the time. They do get ear infections, yeah. I'm constantly cleaning out old Hanky's ears and giving them drops. But, you know, we still love them. Yeah, I hear you. Stubby legs. It's hard to argue with something like that. <laughs> I hear you, bud. Yeah, I like this kid more and more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Adam, thanks for coming on, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, good luck this weekend at the Monster Energy Cup. I, uh, I can't wait to see you, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys out there. I think it's going to be real exciting, and and, and hopefully it goes well for you. Hey, when do you fly in? Wednesday? Wednesday. What what time Wednesday? I'm not flying in. I'm driving my motor home. Or, no, the van. I'm driving the van. Oh, really? I'm just a few days shy of taking it cross-country straight down the 395. Oh, man. Oh, oh. man. You're going you're gonna to regret saying that. You're going to be yeah. saying yeah. Your next one is going to be saying, I can't wait just to drive to the airport. Yeah, Your exactly. driving days are done. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a safe All travels, right. and we'll see you here. Thanks. All right. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, no buddy. Thank you. Uh, we got to get these phones fixed. Man, I'm so pissed right now. This I would be this, pissed too, man. This, All ruins that... my, this ruins my whole show. Dude, it did. This is so Your show. It's ridiculous. Why is it always about you, dude? I, say, I said my it's, show. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're an idiot. Hey, Danny, it's you there? Show. Tell him, tits. Yeah. Danny, you got something to say to Kenny? Yeah, I wanted to watch Archie's got signed over Chris Blow. Uh, all right. Do you want do, do you have a do you have a moment in your busy schedule to hear about? It? Are you the guy that's been posting all that stuff in the chat room? Yeah, I was. Where are you from? I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. All right. Well, this is the deal. Why? Chris Blow's had a one year. Co- well, he had a one year extension on his contract. We have obligations with sponsors that Chris Blow's needed to finish in the top ten in the series for us to renegotiate his contract because the deal was coming into 2011, Chris, um, the sponsors really wanted us to get a guy that was better than that. And I went to bat and I told Chris, we're going to be able to make this happen, but you have to get top 10 for me to renegotiate my deal with you. And he agreed with that. And all year long, I was like, Chris, we need to get better. We need to get better. And he did get better. He came out and wrote his ass off in, in Vegas and he got fourth, which was awesome for him. But, I had three contracts that were two contracts that were rolling over into 2012, okay? And then I had one spot open, and it was between Chris and the other guy that we took in Josh Hansen. Well, Josh Hansen, between Kerry and all of our sponsors collectively, said we were going to take him over Chris Blows. Okay, and your question about Kyle Partridge is, Kyle Partridge came, he had an opportunity to go ride for another team. Kyle Partridge, and if you want to go Google Kyle Partridge and look at his results, he's had a bad, he didn't have a good year last year. He had one bike. He had some help. Some people helped get a bike. He stayed at Davey Millsap's house during the week. He rode and raced the same motorcycle. He drove to every race. He didn't have the opportunity that other people have. So saying that, a sponsor came to the table, okay, and said, hey, we're going to work with you, but if you can do this, we would like for you to help Kyle Partridge out too. So with them saying that, they're one of our title sponsors next year, and I'll let you know who it is. It's a company called Saquon Casino in El Cajon, California, that came aboard. That is, is a, there's one of our sponsors, and it's a big sponsor. So saying that, they came to the table and paid us a lot of money, and what they asked us if we would support Kyle Partridge. So you tell me what, what you would do. Would you say, you know what, we're not going to take this deal, and we're only going to run three guys, or would you – do what we did and take Kyle. It's nothing that we took Kyle over Chris Blows because we think Kyle is better than Chris. We took it for a business standpoint and reason. And what we're going to do is we're going to give uh, Kyle Partridge the best of the best. We're going to give him the best bikes, the best track to ride at, the best testing, the best we can do for him, and hopefully he can do it for himself and for his career. 
without an opportunity, most people don't even get that opportunity. So what we're going to do is give him an opportunity. And that's where that is. But he's probably still not in the making main like he did last year. Um, and, and if he doesn't, it's on him. We're giving him the best of the best. And we have three other guys that are getting paid to make every main event and getting paid to be in the top ten. For him, his goal is to, to make the mains and to prove everybody in himself that he can do this because he can. He's a really, really good rider. He hasn't showed it, and his results haven't been there, but the kid is working his ass off and giving it everything he has without the support of... You're going to get rid of a guy who's been solid all year for a guy who left you mid-season already once before, which you probably end up doing again, and you're rounding on another guy that gets hurt every year. I don't understand that. Okay, it's, this is something, it's, it's a business. It's a business decision. It's someone that paid a lot of money to bring to the table that asked us in their decision to bring this guy to the plate. Danny, if, Danny if, I, like, uh, I really like Chris Blose, good guy. Uh, Hanny's got way more talent than Chris Blose. I feel Hanny's like... Oh, I know. I know. I, I, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not defending Hanny. You know, him and I have had our, our deals, but Hanny's got a lot of talent. And if he can somehow pull together, he will do better than Chris Blose. Now, can he pull together? I don't know. When he left the Hart Huntington team the first time, you know, there was some stuff going on off the track that affected him. It wasn't, you know, you would think Watson and Hart would be pissed off at him, but they're not. They understood that and let that be where it may. And I don't know how handy going to So are be. you trying to say that uh, you, if, if you were in my position and you had to pick between Josh Hansen and Chris Blose, you would pick Chris Blose? And not, I know he's probably your friend, and he's my friend too, and I respect Chris Blose, and I give Chris Blose the benefit of the doubt every time. If I didn't want to help Chris Blose, I wouldn't be out soliciting him and trying to help him get a ride. I would just turn my back on him. And I don't do that to anybody that I do business with or it's a friend or whatever. So I, I understand your your frustration and you would like to see Chris get more, so would I. So would I. But at the end of the day, Chris Blose know, knew what he had to do every week in and week out, and he did not do it. He did not get the job done, and he knew what his contract said. He had to be top ten. And he was there every week. He did make every main, and he did do a great job. But at the level of team that we're trying to get at, it didn't. it did not cut it. And there, I could not go to my sponsors that pay for us to go racing. I have to do what they ask. And it's not. it wasn't just my decision or Kerry Hart's decision or anybody else's decision. It was what the sponsors want, and that's what we have to do. And at this level, that's what happens. It's not like, you know, we're going to, you know, to, uh, you know, Moto World or Moto Land and go racing that weekend. So, I mean, I, I'm really sorry that you're upset. So not racing half the year and paying him money to... Did you hear what I said? It's, it's at, at the end of the day, we're, at the end of the day, at the, what about Josh Hill? Josh Hill... Josh Hill has won races, and he can win races, and that's something that we I have really, to do. Really, and our sponsors, our sponsors, are the one that makes the decision. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that the bottom line, I think I believe Kenny's team is rolling the dice, and it could really work out well, or it could really blow up in their face. Hill, Hill's injuries could prevent him from racing. Hanny could do what Hanny does, and struggle and pull out. And, and, and Blos would have been a terrific, a terrific move. However, the flip side of that is both if Hanny's focused and riding well and Hill's injuries are good and he's riding well, both of those guys will outperform Chris Blos any day of the week. It's a, yeah, it, it's a gamble. He'll beat Chris because he's, he's, a, he's a fast rider, but it's a I don't gamble. Think Josh Hill will ever be able to be the same well, as he was. Well, they're gambling. 
they're gambling, and I get it why they're gambling. I understand it. This is what our deal is. We had a deal with we have a two, we had a two year contract with Josh Hill, and we stuck behind Chris. And his what happened was with Josh Hill, his injury ended up being a little bit worse than it was. So we already had a two year contract. You know what? I don't even know why I'm explaining this to you, but I'm I'm just telling you that I respect Chris Blos and I want the best for Chris Blos. I know you're probably a big fan of Chris Blos or maybe even his brother or cousin or uncle or whatever. But I'm telling you, it it was just a bad deal. And Chris, and and I don't know if you talked to Chris or whatever, but he knows what the situation is. He knows what the situation is, and he can never say, Hart and Huntington effed him, Hart and Huntington did this. We gave him the best of the best and gave him everything he needed for two years. For two years, we gave him a ride. Okay? So where, where do you draw the line? Where do you stop? You know, on a business. But, hey, I, I appreciate the call. I'm glad that you're concerned about Chris. Um, and he's on Larry Brooks' team next year and beating you guys. Well, okay, hey, that'd be cool. Danny, hey, call in. Call if, in. If he does call in, dude, I'll be the first one to say, yep, you were right, Danny. Yeah. No, hey, Danny, thanks but for But do me a favor. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, still call in. And Danny hung up. Very upset. Wow, I love it. Very upset. Big Chris Blows fan. That's awesome. Um, Chris Blows, he, he has some followers, man. Well, his grandma. You know what's crazy about Chris Blows? Do you it's agree like, with what I said, though? The whole yeah, thing? for sure. Rolling you know, Chris. Dice? No, but rolling the Yeah, dice for sure. We have to. And the thing is, a lot of people don't understand. We had Josh Hill in his he, – he was supposed to be riding, you know, six months ago. And he had a clause in his contract where he had to be back on the bike for a certain time. And he is back on the bike, and things are moving forward, and that's all good. But at the end of the day, dude, we, we want what's best for the guys that we have. And believe me, dude, I, I, Chris Blossom became a, a really good friend. He's a super good guy. And you know what? I, I feel bad for the guy. But like Larry said, at the end of the day – when you're friends with people, it's really, really hard. How do you how do you draw that line where you hire a guy that's your friend or a guy you know what I mean? It's just a hard deal. And you know what? It sucks. But <laughs> it, it sucks. But you know what? I feel bad. Okay, let's uh let's take another call here. Chris, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? Thanks for holding so long. What's going on? Thanks for listening. Hey, I have a question for Kenny Watson. Yeah. I was wondering, have you found the food court yet? Have I the what? food court? What? Has Kenny Watson found the food court yet? Yeah, I did. I went there before. I had the buffet. Really? Did you? Uh, did you uh, all, right, all right, all right. I don't know. I mean, I, Someone's trying to talk crap saying I'm fat. I love it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to make a joke, I'm down with it. Just please make it funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Wood, you there? Hey, what's up, guys? You uh, you want to tear into Kenny about Andrew Short? No. Actually, after hearing that whole thing about, uh, you know, Chris Blues, I don't think I want to tear into anybody, especially Kenny. Nah, it's all good, my man. It's all good. <laughs> this is what I do for a living. These guys are just like weekend warriors. They don't they don't understand the business behind it, but I'm fine with it. I support everybody. Hey, without all you yeah. people, without all the people nah. in the chat room and the people that listen to, to this show, I don't have a job. So I support all of them if they like it or they don't like it. Hey, as long as they're calling in the show and going to the races and buying dirt bikes, I'm cool. Right. Yeah, man, and for sure, and I support you too, but I have more of a question for you. Uh, you're a team manager too, and you bring up certain, you know, points on uh, being a team manager and, and how you go about the process of uh, signing riders. So with somebody like Andrew Short, all right, when he goes from getting hole shots to being mid-pack to the back, I mean, how does that show for, like, the, the television broadcast and all that stuff? So I, I, agree, I agree with you 100% that, you know, he's not going to beat Trey Kennard, you know. He's not going to beat Ryan Dungey. He's not going to beat uh, Bill Poto or James Stewart. Yeah. I, mean, I agree with you on that aspect, but as far as exposure goes from that perspective, 
I was curious on on one. Well, I can't I can't speak for other people's programs, but I can speak for mine. We, we might not be the the team that's getting the most exposure at the track, but what we do is we're we're really really strong on all of our social media, our, our print ads, um, you know, all the other stuff we do, we do outside of the box to generate um, revenue and money for our sponsors and and our team. And you know, we we like to 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 do more of a fan experience at the track. Yeah, we know that we're not we're not going to be running to win championships. We know that before we even go there. So what we try to do is is reach out to more to the to the fans and people that are going to be there. So when they leave there, they're they're going to know. Like most people, when was the last race? What was the last race you went to? Uh, I was at Daytona last year. Unfortunately, I live in Florida now. I used to go to every national. Stuff like that. Okay, well, there with, uh, what was your Brian Swink? Okay, well, out that huge, you know, double over uh, Mount Morris. Okay, but let, just I'm going to use this for instance. If you went to your last national or your last race, you're not going to remember who got third on the podium. But but what I'm trying to get at is people aren't going to remember who got second, who got third in two years after they went to that race. But if they go to a Supercross and they get that fan experience coming by the Hart and Huntington truck, getting a poster, meeting our athletes, having them come under our tent, them, them doing, you know, them getting some, you know, a coupon to go to a, one of our sponsors. Like, so we give them a flyer to go to the Squan Casino in San Diego for the weekend. They're going to get something out of that, and they're going to live that experience. And they're going to take a picture with our guys. They're going to have that. They're not going to know who got third or fourth, and that and that's what that's what I'm trying to get at. That's stuff we do to give back and to get more exposure than just a TV package or a guy leading a race or a guy winning a race. Absolutely, and that, that's essentially. I mean, that's the same argument I'm making about Andrew Short. All right, so um, I, again, I do agree with you that his finishes are, are probably not going to be much better than when he was on the KTM. But I do think he's capable of getting hole shots, and what happens in that particular situation is, uh, you know, he gets a hole shot, and then they say, oh, Andrew Short, you know. Right. Uh, all right. Um, uh, hey, Wood, we're going to move on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to move on. we got a lot of calls. Thanks, bud. I appreciate the call, buddy. See ya. Thank you for supporting the show, guy. Uh, yeah, Wood, some passionate people tonight. Oh, that's the number, Kenny. Yeah, you can want? you write that down for me? You can't see that? Oh, no, I can't see that. I got a bad eye. I okay. lost part of my vision. All right, Kenny, let me write that down. Let me write down the show number. The show um, is going down fast. I'm sorry, you guys. It sucks. Hey, uh, you know what? You know what's the great thing about this show? If you think it's going down, in this computer, there's a little green button in the left-hand corner. Just hit that, and the show will go off real quick. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Barry. Dude, look at, look at all, there? all the people are closing out. Yeah, mate. Yep. What's happening? You all, all the way from Australia. Can attest that Kenny, I can attest that Kenny. Um, the other thing I wanted to say that regarding Swink, uh, when you're saying how now he's got an $8.50 job, 
and you had AC on just before. And I just wonder how many of these mini guys or whatever are, are like just that. Or I don't know if Swink was a homeschooled guy. Like it seems that so many of these mini riders are. You know, who they just don't have anything, any backup at all. So once they get out of the business, walk away, unless they go back into the business as a working in shops or as a mechanic or a rep, man, really, what are they equipped for other than the low-paid jobs? Uh, yeah, good point. Excellent point. Yep. And one more thing. Sorry to be a rep bag. Uh, it goes back to Lommel. Did you see the uh, people rocking around of a whole bunch of basset hounds? No, not at Lommel, no. I didn't. I probably would have. No, I didn't see that, man. Definitely uh, missed yeah. out. Yeah. Hey, dude, blow, blow, blow some. At the moment, looking for pups, and I made a big mistake and walked in on a whole bunch of little basset hounds the other dude, day. So basset hounds. I'm in love, but uh, tits, as they shed, tits loves. I don't think the woman would really appreciate it. Tits hey, loves uh, basset hounds. Hey, uh, uh, thank you for the show. It's thank great. you, thank hey, you, bud. Hey, uh, support Chris Bloss when he goes to Australia. He'll be there uh, in oh, a couple yeah. weeks. He's gonna go ride the whole series. And you know what? Because I don't care about Chris Bloss, I got him a ride in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just a, I'm just that prick that doesn't I'm cold blooded prick, but cold that's not a blooded prick tits. Yep. Um. Uh, and the guy that called in, someone said this guy named Danny Doolin. I'll ask Bloss when I talk to him who Danny Doolin is. I have no Bloss idea. Bloss's buddy. Uh, Mark emailed the show. Any idea if there will be a national in the southeast in 2012? If so, where will it be? Will it be in addition to the sixth schedule or replace another national? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Either Barber Sports or I heard something in Georgia. I think Steel City is on the cutting block, but this is all stuff that I just heard and rumors, and, and we'll see what happens. Mark, um, you can uh, email the show at pulpamexshow at gmail.com, tits? Pulpamexshow at gmail.com. All right, you can email the show anytime, and we'll try to get your question on the air. Uh, here's Jamie wrote in. Kenny, he's not happy with the, uh, you dropping uh, F-bombs during the show. Uh, I, I'm sorry. He's, he's working with women in his office. And they hear any more of these F-bombs coming off his computer. What's the guy's name? Jamie. Hey, Jamie, check it out. If you're in your office playing your computer, that's rude anyways. You need to put headphones on and just keep it to yourself. This show, this, this email kind of complains about some of the show volume stuff. And really, I, I got nothing to say because tonight's been a disaster. So I, I don't have really any comebacks for that, you know. Um, uh, but, you know, hey. Thank, uh, thanks for, uh, for listening tonight. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Hey, don't forget X-Brand Goggles 2012 line. Check it out on, uh, on um, xbrand.com. We're going to have Brayton Alessi running them this weekend. Um, hope we can close that deal with Brayton for next That'd year. That'd be awesome, dude. Be good, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, look, who, uh, look who's on the line. Chris Blos. Hey, Blos Factor. Wow, this is a Chris Blos, Andrew Short extravaganza. God, I wish you would have been on the – I wish you could have been here when you're when – you're, Someone said in the chat room – There's the guy a guy like, named Danny. He's very upset with Kenny. This guy uh, – yeah. Who's Danny Doolin? I don't know. Oh, some guy called from Phoenix and was just pissed, pissed that we didn't, that I couldn't re-sign you. Pissed, pissed. Oh, dude, he's part of the he's part of the team thirty-eight. Dude, just ready to take me out. Well, hey, at least I got team thirty-eight members out there. Yeah, you got him, you got him. But uh, he he was just uh, he was a little bummed and kind of saying that we should have hired you over Hanson. Or Hill. Should have. Or, or, or <laughs> I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Blows. I like it. 
Uh, bless your awesome dude. What do you? Hey, you never yeah. know. You never know. Uh, this handy thing. Now, stop me if you're shocked. Make sure you're sitting down. This handy thing may blow up. It may not work out, and you could get a call. Just, I know I'm crazy for thinking that, but uh, uh, keep yourself ready. What do you have going on for next year, Blows? What's going on? Uh, I don't have anything going on. The rumor, the rumor on the street was I heard today, and I was going to ask you, but we'll ask you on the air that something with Moto Concepts. Another rider told me that you were talking to Moto Concepts. Yeah, have uh, been talking to them, trying to get something done, and uh, you're talking. We can get it done. Yeah, talking to talking. Uh, we'd had Larry Brooks on earlier, and he he had nothing good but good things to say about you. Yeah, nothing good, nothing good to say about you. He <laughs> had everything but good things to say about no, you. No, he he had good things, below, sir. Um, well, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck? We're gonna have to give you oh, Brooks's. Still need a ride. We're gonna give you his phone number. Yeah. Um. I don't. I. I, I don't think you'd want to ride a factory Honda, would you? <laughs> oh no, not a factory Honda. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. <laughs> ba- that would be a bad deal. No way. Yeah, that's a bad decision on my part. I don't <laughs> think I'd take that deal. Well, I, I feel like Chris, you're 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 a good enough rider, no doubt about it. I mean, you'll get something. There's a lot of other dudes in your situation. You know what I mean? Like I know Chisholm's. Kind of freaking out. I know Tommy Hahn isn't happy and making calls. Uh, we had Mike Grant on earlier, Josh's dad, that said something could happen this week. Um, so it's not like you're the only guy out there. I guess maybe if that I'm trying to make you feel a little better. You know, like not everything's settled. Yeah. Thanks for your sympathy. Yeah, thanks. And, I mean, Kenny is definitely trying to F you over. No doubt about it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Oh, come on, buddy. You really feel that way? You know, you know, you know that I'm not effing you over. Um, uh, I know. Gotta give you some crap. It's like I don't have enough crap in my life. You know, yeah. you know what's going on in my life. Bunch of crap. Yeah. Bunch of crap. Seriously, though? Listen, and I know there's another rider that's taking this path, sort of. Find yourself something, Blows. If, 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 you know, if you don't have nothing good, buy a Cowie. Do something yourself. Get ready because Watson, they may need a fill-in. Injuries happen all the time. And Kenny's deals probably state he has to have X number of riders on the track. You don't. We don't. Okay, never mind. Then scratch the whole theory. But I told – I mean, this is something that me and Chris talked about, and we did talk about that. And I told Chris that I would do – if he had zero when it was time to go, we would put something together and help him do whatever we need to do. And uh, am I right, Chris? Are you going to have two trucks or what? Yeah. Okay, you got room. I know we have room. I got a truck driver for you, by the way. Okay, sweet. That's about the thirtieth one I got now. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, I think Chris deserves better than just a half-ass yes. deal. Yes, I agree. But I told Chris if it came down to it, we would we would make something happen and and get him to the races. Right. But I think that yeah. I believe in him way more than that, and I think he's definitely an asset somewhere. And I don't want him to, you know, his talent to go to waste and just do that. So. I mean, I will do whatever it takes to help him if it's people that I know or whatever to get a ride. And it's funny how I talk to other team managers, and they're like, well, if, if you believe in him so much, why don't you hire him? And I said, I wish I could. I wish I could. I believed in him enough last year when everyone told me no, 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 and I did, and he didn't let me down, you know? And one, one of only four guys to make every main event, I think. Four or eight. Oh, was it eight? Yeah. Oh. But he was one of those guys. Dude, Chris was the type of guy, like, this, I'm going to tell the story in Dallas, Chris, because it's my favorite Chris Blow story. You've okay, told you've no. told you've told us. Okay, what what was the story then? The ankle. Yes. Yes, the ankle. At the ankle, dude. How about the year before that when he rode? He wouldn't tell me. Probably halfway through the season, he crashed at the track and he said his wrist was a little sore, and the dude had a broken navicular all year long and still raced, and his wrist was broken. 
I mean, Chris Bloss has a big set of nards, and he will go for it. Yeah, I'm not like one of them pussies who just like sprains my ankle and not ride, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, you, you deserve a lot of credit for that because you were dealing with that stuff and still going out and, and performing. So, um, I, I yeah, you'll get something. You'll get something. I know you will. For sure. Yeah, um, um, sure so. yeah dude, you will. I, I, I think. Dude, especially when you go win the championship in Australia. I know you don't. You, I know you wanted to get something done before you went over there, but, dude, you're gonna have good equipment over there. You're gonna be, you know, have the time of your life, and you're gonna come home, and it's all gonna be waiting for you. Dude, if you can get half of the chicks that Hanny got in Australia, you'd be. I mean, do you have a girlfriend? No. Oh uh, yeah, if you get half the chicks that Hanny got, dude, you're you're gonna be killing it. Watson. That's part of his deal. The promoter, I mean, the guy that's doing the team, that's part of my deal. Yeah. Blows needs to have at least four to five chicks a week, a different chick lined up. Yeah, good deal. Ooh. Good deal. Hey, we were on the phone with the guy today, dude, and I was telling the guy, I'm like, hey, uh, we need to give Blows more money. And the guy's like, why? And I'm like, well, just because he needs more money to show up. You know, he's not too pumped right now. And Chris was like, shut up, dude. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Well, Blows, you need to come and sit in the studio one, one time when you're here. I don't, I don't know why you're not today. Yeah, no, I never got the invite. I didn't know you were in town. I didn't know you were in town. Kenny, you gotta, you gotta tell me these things. Yeah. I've been posting on Twitter. I've been riding in Vegas every day. I don't. Oh, I don't know if I follow you on Twitter. Then well, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. Do I'm you? Not that cool. For do you, you to follow? Tits, do you follow him on Twitter? Sure do. Well, why didn't you say something? Uh, I'm not the boss. Damn straight, you're not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Blos. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. We're gonna run. Um. All right. Sounds good. But thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Right. Later, bud. Uh, there's Chris Bose calling in and not ruining you, Kenny. So clearly um, everything's good there, which we knew already. But God, people are just – Danny needs to – Guys, people are beating you up in the chat room, calling you all kinds of names. Danny needs to uh, uh, relax Coolly. and breathe into a bag. Um, hey, we're going to go to – we still got voicemails. We still got uh, uh, Coy Gibbs coming up. And we still have some uh, other cool, interesting segments to do tonight. On the show, uh, uh, BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, NGV Helmets, Worst Connection, Vivid Home Automation, Tech One Designs, F Fly Racing, Free Gun, and Kicker. You like that, Tits? It's good. <laughs> yes, it makes you laugh. I'm, I'm sure that your sponsors really appreciate being lost. These guys like are that. these guys are just kidding. Hey, well, next year we're going bigger and better. Oh, as soon as we get our sound fixed, we got some mm -hmm. ideas. Hey, who's Bobby M? Is this guy saying that Stewart signed? Stewart dude, signed the deal. You, you need to quit reading that chat. Right? I love it, dude. People hey, are just people are asking. What, is Handy got a monster deal? He's got a monster helmet deal with you guys, like through Monster. We're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, that's a yes, people. All right, see you guys in a little bit. Commercial break here. We're gonna come back with Coy Gibbs. Thanks Eight for minutes. listening. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Presented to you by BTOSports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, M-A-T-T-H-E-S, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders, over $799.
Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the Rockstar Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design, experience, and factory rider feedback, Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Shard, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. 
With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learn from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hi, this is Mike Gillespie, factory Red Bull KTM rider. I depend on Freegun to keep my junk clean, and so should you. Freegun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Mike Gillespie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Freegun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Coming at you, 5150. 
Pablo Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening. Had a good show tonight. We got uh, one more guest coming up, Coy Gibbs of uh, JGRMX. We're going to find out uh, all about what Coy's, uh, Coy's got going on and what's happening uh, with him. Um, you got him yet, Tits, or no? Oh. I want I, when, when Coy gets on, I want to say, hey, Coy, did you hear the, the rumor? Uh, we just got confirmation from Suzuki that James signed. <laughs> uh, um, do you need me to text you that number? Right. Yeah, where's it at? Come on, carry the show, tits. Yeah, come on, dude, do something. I saw what happened when you guys wanted to carry the show, or what? He just texted right now. Coy did. Um, hey, you know what's awesome is like I like when my friends call in and they want to talk shit, and then we cut them off because we don't. The food like, court was your friend. Yeah, that's my friend Chris. I don't know if anybody remembers Chris Ackerman. He's a uh, He's one of the guys that's one of the original guys. He's a militia guy to the end, and he's he was the team manager at militia, and he had an accident, and he became quad. He's in a wheelchair, and really, really good dude, like super down guy. And he's like one of those guys just because he's in a wheelchair doesn't change the way he talks to people and right, right. tells people to fuck off, and he's uh, awesome. He's an awesome dude. Uh, I'm, I'm but he was talking crap like joking, but he had a – I guess he had a serious question, but yeah. uh, whatever. All right, it's all good. Yeah, I feel bad now for doing that. But No, he's a, yeah. Chris is a super good guy, man. Check out his go to uh, Chris. So there's nothing to that. To ChrisHackerman.com. You guys can check his whole deal out. And there was there's nothing a to full that page food court. On. You never actually went to a food court with him. Or no, me and you went to the food court earlier, and you ate the food court out before I got there. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's right. <laughs> hey, same deal. Same deal. Same thing. Hey, let's uh, let's go to our next guest, uh, uh, JGR Yamaha team owner, Coy Gibbs. Coy, what's up? What's going on? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Real nice of you. I was, I was only thirty minutes late this time. I'm good. <laughs> Idiot. Hey, that's Kenny Watson, my co-host. Is that is that is that the man who fired Chris Blows? Yes, yes. That. <laughs> Why don't you give him a shot? Why don't you give him a what shot? A jerk. What a dude, the guy gets fourth at Vegas, and Watson clips him for a guy who's you know got ta got tattoos everywhere. Hey, dude, you know what? That's crazy, Coy. Like, I don't know if you see the message boards, but all of a sudden it's all over the message boards that they just got confirmation that Stewart signed with Suzuki. So that, mean, so that means you're going to need some guys, so you should give Chris Bluss a shot. Yeah. I, I already, you, you gave me that deal. Uh, okay. I, I, I hear you. And then your team manager, your team manager with bad breath calls me and tells me, why, why, would, why would we want to hire him if you wouldn't hire him? If you believe in him, why don't you hire him? Uh, I, I would have to, I would have to agree with him. Why don't you? You should, you keep another guy. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll have, we'll have. For you. We'll, 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 for you all those years. Yeah, we'll have five guys. Not four, but we might as well have five. It's good burger. And it's good burger joint. Works good for the burger joint. <laughs> yeah, it does. How's it going? How's everything going, Coy? How's everything? Hey, Coy, what's what's going on? in Jay, did did James Stewart ride the Yamaha today? Uh, no, 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 no one, no one rode the Yamaha today. I, I took a long car ride today, but no one's rode any bikes yet. So perhaps tomorrow, someone will ride a Yamaha. Perhaps tomorrow. Um, how many times? How many times does the dude have to ride the bike before it? It, it he realizes, yeah, he's ridden it, hasn't he? It, it, as many times, as many times as he wants. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Coy. He's uh, awesome. Yeah, I hope it happens for you guys. I think that'll be really cool. Um, I, I'm guessing uh, uh, you guys are. Go this is your. This is your. Um, your Waterloo, your big play right now, huh? Trying to get him. Trying to get James Stewart. You know, I, you know, it's obviously James. James steering that ship, so wherever he wants to go, it's going to go. So, you know, we'd love to be a part of it, but right. you know, he makes the final decision. You know that. Uh, and he, and, but from what he, from what he's ridden your bike, he, he, you know, if you talk to anybody around him, and I've not spoken to James himself, but 
You talk to anybody around him, he was not happy with his Yamaha last year. To be clear, he really likes a JGR Yamaha, though, right? You guys are clearly going in the right direction on that bike. I don't know. That'd be a question for him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think our, I think our bike's good. Um, right. You know, I, I think we uh, we 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 uh, had a couple of people ride it here in the off season, just that we really valued their opinion. They're older guys have been through the ringer, so uh-huh. they came back with with good positive feedback, so it made us feel good about it. Uh, yeah, I think I think that says a lot for your program too, because you guys do. Pretty much, I mean, there's not a Yamaha, you're not bolting on a GYTR kit and going racing like some of the other teams. You are developing and testing and racing a suspension, clamps, motors, parts. I mean, it's it's really your own program, right? Well, I, I'll say this: the GYTR kit is very good. If you, if you I've heard that. On a dyno, you'll see it's phenomenal. I've um, heard that. Yeah. You know, we 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 have the ability to just kind of take parts and pieces from everywhere and put them on the bike and kind of go through the whole process and hopefully come up with a really good package. You know what I'm amazed? That that Coy and the guys at JGR have not built a frame yet. Like, I'm blown <laughs> my, away that... My dad d- told me that. He told me that, like, two years ago. He's like, we just built a whole bike. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, does that surprise like, me. <laughs> like, winners take all. Like, the, I don't know if you know that, Coy, but it's a movie back in the 80s where they built a bike. Yeah. Um, I, I remember that movie. Um, no, I, I think uh, I think it says a lot for your program that perhaps James Stewart, who doesn't get along with the Yamaha, may actually sign with you guys and ride on Yamaha. I think that that's that's, a, that's something to be proud of for your deal. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that that decision is totally his. Um, we you know we obviously welcome it, but. Yeah. Um, and I know, and I know, money probably has nothing to do with it. It's just because the bike is so awesome. And if he does sign with you, Coy, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and just pat yourself on the back. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, dude. Hey, dude. I got a sweet text today when I heard you were on the show. Someone texted me. Hey, tell Coy um, that you heard he quit racing. He he quit racing. He had to quit NASCAR driving because. He was so bad he couldn't drive a hot nail through hot a snowman. Poker. Through hot, a n- hot poker, get it right. No, 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 it doesn't say a hot poker. It just says drive a hot nail through a snowman's ass. Then whoever said that's an idiot. It's a hot poker. Come on, get it right if you're gonna bash. Yeah, if you're gonna make fun of you, get it right. right? I'm just telling you what the. Hey, what I know, the I'll admit, I, I, I sucked in the Nationwide Series. I, I had a good run in the Truck Series with a lot of top ten, top fives, a couple yeah. seconds, but. Uh, that's better than Carmichael. I knew I wasn't ready to move up, and I moved up and got destroyed. So oh, it, was, really? it was a good run, though. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Hey, that's better than Carmichael ever did. Is Carmichael not doing good? He hasn't got no seconds. I think what's his best finish? A fourth, Coy? I'm not positive. Yeah, I think his best finish is a fourth. Yeah. Does he have a good truck though? Like that's the thing, right? Does he uh, have, I have no idea. Right. Dude, all I, I know no is idea. all I know is I watched one race and he had this overweight tire guy, and the guy was jumping over and fell down and he fell down in front of the truck and Ricky couldn't see him and he and he almost used him as a speed bump. <laughs> the, one, the, one, the one thing that has shifted a lot on the car side and probably same on the motorcycle side is the economy. Obviously, is in the tank and has been for a while. So right. back when my brother was racing, there'd be like 78, 80 guys trying to make the field at Daytona. And now, you know, due to the economy, they're barely making the field. And so the percentage of really good cars has probably dropped off a ton. So you're saying in the so truck series honestly, that happens? like right now, I would love to be racing a car right now. That would be, this would be the, because, the premier time to be racing a car. Because with your, because with, with, there, with the team. There's not as many good yeah. teams out there. Yeah, with a team your size and your resources, you guys would have a good product on the track, a good, a good equipment. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think our nationwide series, that whole, 
department came a long way from since I've, I've been there, and, and I think they put a really good car on the track. So I think Kyle proves that every time he gets in it, uh, and Joey. So hey, why don't you just so. go? To, why don't you just go to the team owner and go? I need a ride. Put me back in the seat. <laughs> And let I'm, and let I'm, let J Bone let J Bone run the seat. Let him. Fired me if, he fired me officially, so I'm out. Yeah, I was gonna hey. say, or you could just go back in cars, and you could let uh, Jeremy run your whole program. See how that see how that treats you. We we usually we usually venture off into the car talk, and now we're gonna go to the 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 coach talk here in a minute. <laughs> no, no, we're we're, we're, hey, we're hey, over when, the coach. Uh, when are you hoping to make a decision, or is it all up to James? Have you given him a deadline? No, it's all the James. Of course it is. <laughs> I know, but like, when are you guys like, hey, dude, we gotta go. We gotta get Millsaps. a week before a week before Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what's gotta be. That's what's gotta be. No, I mean, I, you know, I, I think we we've obviously we've talked to a lot of guys and, and done a lot of work this off season. So um, right. we're all there put a good team together. You know, and and uh, dude, I hope you get them. I, I really do. I uh, I see Millsaps going back there no matter what. You think I'm right? I mean, is he? Is there? An, Close talks with Davey, or can you confirm that he's not done on the team? He he may be back. No, yeah, no, I love Davey. Yeah, um, he's a great guy. We enjoy having him. He obviously had a couple injuries there that hurt him at the end of the year, but um, you know, we, we we have yeah. a good relationship with him, so we'll see where that goes. As a guy that's criticized them before, uh, as well as praised him, I thought he rode well. He was good outdoors. He was better outdoors than Supercross, which is weird, but he's riding pretty well before he got hurt, no doubt. Yeah, no, he did good. You know, beginning of the year we struggled a little bit. Um, I think it was just a matter of him getting back into the, the rhythm after having that big uh, crash at uh, Buzz Creek. So, right. you know, you start coming alive there in the outdoors. It actually ran really well at the hottest race of the year yeah. in Texas. So uh, I was proud of him that day. And, and um, you know, we, we enjoyed having him for sure. Right, right. Um, I, uh, back to James Stewart thing. Um, it, it would be a big, big uh, signing for your guys' team, no doubt about it. Uh, how close did you come to switching to a Suzuki's or another OEM? Let's just say before you decided to stay on Yamaha's. Was it a real a real deal that I was hearing? Uh, no, I think we had a you know we had we had a couple offers there that we were looking at, um, but you know Yamaha's mm -hmm. been great to us in a good relationship, and um, you know we, we we haven't inked it yet, but we we just got the final over the night, so we're excited about that. Excited about the. You know, partnering with them for a, a longer term deal. Yeah, so your multi year deal with Yamaha then you'll be you'll be on there for a while, right? Uh I'm hoping so. Right. Um which means you gotta uh, uh you'll be still racing and still putting up with Kenny. So good luck with that. <laughs> Did I I haven't seen Koi in a while, man. I can't are you coming out this weekend, Koi? No. no. Dude, are, you, are you guys racing at it's all? It's not as bad as the outdoors, bro. Are they racing at all? Do you have anybody? So. No, well, I don't oh. know. Les Smith, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. Les Smith. Well, whatever, dude. Les is a good guy. I know he is, but you're not going like, to back him. I like Lester. Oh, I know. We have, you know, we currently have no rider sign, so. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty tough to do. And I, I, I love, I love watching, watching race, but I'd rather watch it from the couch while we're out there. I've been on the road a lot here lately. So. Um, hey, for uh, Justin Brayton, one of your guys, you had him for two years, just signed with Factory Honda. Uh, I guess uh, you, you may have. You could have put up a little bit more of a fight to keep him up, from what I understand. But uh, you said, hey, you want to go to Honda? No problem. You like it? He, I interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Nothing but great things to say about your program. I imagine you still, the same for you. you. You enjoyed your time with Justin Brayton? Yeah, no, we really like we really Justin a lot. He's a, he's a solid stand-up guy and, and had a good run with him. And um, 
he, he came scanned to me and said, hey, I really want to take this deal over there. And, and um, you know, we, we let him go, no problem. Uh, yeah, it's cool to see. Uh, you know, not like Kenny who just clipped blows. Like, you guys had a yeah. real talk with him. And stuff. Dropped him. Right. Hey, what do you think, Coy? Like, you, you know Brayden better than probably anybody. What what do you think, like, result-wise, if you had to pick? Like, where do you think he'll be in the mix? Like, I, I mean, what I said was, I think it ain't going to make him put him over the, the top because I thought that your program and your bikes were good enough for him to do whatever he had to do. I don't think him going to factory Honda is going to make him move up three positions. Well, you know, I, I wish the best for him, you know, as far as his results and what he does. And he's always been great to us. Um, I think they have good bikes. I think, um, you know, I, I obviously don't deal with Honda much. I haven't seen their bikes. Right. I watch them on the track, obviously. But other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's up to him, really. I mean, there's only so much you can do. And I learned that in coaching. There's only so much you can do as a coach or, you know, as a team owner. You know, you can try to provide the right equipment for the guys, but in, all, in the end, they got to have that desire and they want to go do it. And, and Justin's obviously a, a burning desire to put the work in, and hopefully it pays off for him. Cool. Cool, cool. So is you, have you guys made any more changes? Do you guys have any new sponsors or anything that you're bringing to the table, or is it just same old, same old? You're just going stacking, reach stacking, and going. Uh, we no longer have muscle milk, so we'll be looking for a primary or going in the future. Oh wow, that's a that's a big that's a big deal, right? I mean, uh, kind of. Kind yeah, of, I'd, yeah. Say, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is this going to is it going to affect the budget for the food at all during the races? Like, must, <laughs> I doubt that. I okay, doubt that. thank you. Well, thank you. most teams when they lose their when they lose their you know their title or their primary, they go away if they can't afford to go. But I think you're in a pretty uh, good situation. Go with ahead, Kenny. Say it. I'm not going to say, say it. Me it, and Coy have came to an agreement. Okay. All right. He won't talk about me and my weight, and I won't talk about his dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Coy, uh, uh, what's the percentage that you land James Stewart? Give me, give me a percentage. Come I don't know. I'm not giving you a percentage. Come on. Vegas. 50-50? Uh, 50-50? Uh, uh, no, I'll, I'll say this. It's been many sleepless nights, and we, we put a lot of effort into this, and, and hopefully it pays off. But, you know, like I said, we're not in control of that. He is, and um, I'm hoping he makes the, the right decision. 50-50, Kenny. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, hey uh, let me ask you another question. So if you do get James Stewart, do you um, do you guys get a Red Bull deal with that, or is it just a personal deal that James keeps? No, I, out, of, out, of, out of respect, muscle milk throughout the whole process, I've never talked to anybody. I thought they were going to be on board. You know, The thing I got from them is, hey, we need a guy that can win. So I went out. And we busted our hump to try to get a guy that can win. Right. And, you know, I, I don't know what happened there. I felt like we lived up to our end of the bargain and, and did, did the right thing and, and pushed ahead, spending a lot of money um, and, and trying to get the right guy. So uh, they made that decision. I don't understand it. But, um, you know, it's been a good run with them the last two years. Uh -huh. um, you know, so now they'll be over at Honda. Um, yeah, and, and well, I mean, if they want a guy who can win and they're over at Honda, I don't know if I'd – necessarily count on that either no offense to brayton and shorty you know what i mean so or brayton and canard well wait canard is pretty good well i don't know yeah no i mean I, yeah. obviously they got talent they got talent coming um it's just uh, uh for us it was uh it was basically go get a guy that can win and that's what we felt like we're you know our whole our whole direction here this whole offseason was to do that hey, uh, we're still doing it hey coy next question if you do get james are you going to do another rider besides james or are you just going to do a one-man show and go 
Uh, you know, I'm contractually bound to do two riders, and, uh -huh. you know, I enjoy having two riders in case something happens to one, so, you right. know, we'll, we'll definitely be fielding two guys. And just, just keep Les Smith, like, tucked away in Carolina for the call if something happens. I like Les a lot. He, I know. he did a great job for us. He, he did. In. Hey, there's not, not too many guys can come off the couch and, and run, you know, top ten and outdoors. That's a testament to him. And yeah. I, I get excited about that because – Kind of proves that hey, we got a really good bike, and, and that kid's got a lot of talent. So you know, I, he's out running guys out there that are making decent money. Right. And I'd I'd suggest some of the, the team runners just take a look at him because he's pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. I think you I think you rode well. Um, uh, JGRMX uh, sponsors of the show, by the way. Thank you for that. Hey, yeah, Coy, thank you for signing on for next year too. That was really big, cool. You big, big money. Thank Good you. Um, are, you so, are you coming on? Are you coming back next year? Uh, we need. I didn't even. Uh, that's the bait. We'll, we'll have to. <laughs> if I get a free punch on Kenny, I'll come back next year. Dude, you can punch him right now. Yeah, no problem. Come over. Um, hey, how, I took the punch before. Why don't you take one for next year? Yeah. All right, Mathis takes one. I took it last year. You take it. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Let's go. Step up. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll take the punch. Um, yeah, but uh, what I want to talk about—we can't let the cat out of the bag yet. But you are going to team up next year. Looks like motors and suspension with uh, one of the better teams in the pits, which is a big move for you guys, and, and hopefully will uh, will help that program out. Huh? You got to be excited about that. Yeah, no, uh, we've been working real hard on our um, our retail side of things, and, and things have been growing, you know, substantially. So we thought it was time to step up and, and hopefully help service uh, one of the pro teams. Yeah, I think that'll be cool, you know, and, and it's a different brand from Yamaha, too, which, you know, sometimes you get locked. Like, I know when I talk to people, um, they're like, hey, can they do other, do they do work on anything but Yamahas? I'm like, yeah, yeah, they do everything, you know? Uh, but there's that, that, there's that, that stigma out there that you only work on Yamahas. But, you know, this team is a, is a non Yamaha team, so um, it should help. I think it's good. Yeah, no, obviously, we, we're, our bread and butter is on Yamaha, so we will push those as hard as we can. But, you know, we work on, little bikes all the way to the big bikes whatever people are running and had a good good amateur team this year had fun got to go to loretta lens for the first time and, and mm -hmm. enjoyed that and i love going to minios because to make that last year so hopefully i'll make it this year too uh yeah loretta lens for you and minios oh boy i'll tell you what coy gibbs is turning into a real uh real dad real dad real father of the motocross well just wait until his kid starts racing moto he is locked in yeah <laughs> um hey how's the weather in florida is it nice right now not bad. Oh, a little humid. Okay, all right, just checking. So, he, was, he was just trying to call you out to see if you were in Florida. Well, he said no, he. I already told you I was driving. I know, I know. Um, so, if, if people who are saying this, James is signed and sealed to Suzuki, that's absolutely wrong, right? Uh, <laughs> I just drove nine hours. I hope so. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, right. not in control of that. I know, it's funny. No, I, you know, I heard it uh, on Sunday. Done deal, done deal. And I'm like, really? Because everything I know, he's still riding the Yamaha. So, um, I, I, yeah, I, I hope you get him. I think that'll be cool. It'll really help your program. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, if he does get him, you're not going to be welcome in the truck when Stewart has full run of the yeah, truck. Yeah, does that change at all? Does, is that my status change at all uh, if you do uh, sign? Uh, I, never I never welcomed you in the truck to begin with, but somehow you always appear. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point because I'm no longer allowed to go to the Heart and Anything truck and eat hot dogs anymore. Really? No, they got Hanny. They got Hanny, and it's just a non-starter. We're gonna we're gonna have two trucks, so oh, that's right. he could go. Right. He could go to the he could go to the other truck. He just can't come to the one truck. <laughs> Will there be hot dogs at the other truck? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. the foods gonna be in the other truck. I'll, I'll go to that truck then. Perfect. Um, 
Uh, hey. Anthem loves you. I'm sure he does. Uh, he does. I know. He's got a strange way of showing it. Hey, I wanted to ask you about uh, radio-to-radio communications. Um, the, the, apparently, it was allowed in the outdoors. Jeremy uh, J-Bone talked about it as you guys may be doing it. What happened with that? Why didn't it work? Or, or what, what was the deal with it? Are you going to still plan on doing it? No, I, the only thing I remember is they, they were going to do like a test or something, but they never did. And then they they said there's there's nothing on the market, so I I, I bought one last year, and uh-huh. it just keeps dying. I don't you know, honestly, I have no idea why why people fight that so much. Um, right, kind of kind of archaic guys are running around out there running over top of people when you could probably prevent uh, you know half that. So right, right. It, it's just, it's. This is their mindset. Well, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think it'd be more exciting for the fans, too, to be honest with you, because they could listen in and, and hear everything that's going on. Uh, well, if we had uh, if we had still able to hear the pit conversations, if you guys didn't ruin it for everybody at Phoenix, we'd be able, <laughs> we'd be able to hear that, too. Hey, <laughs> hey let me ask you a question, yeah. Coy. If, if James... Yeah, that's a prime, prime example of adding excitement to the show, right uh, there. Absolutely. Although, I don't feel like we did anything wrong. No, you didn't. Someone else did something wrong, and we got in a lot of trouble for it. I took a couple of chewings for that, but um, so be it. Yeah, I think, won't be to I think a Yamaha to Yamaha team was a big thing. That was uh, not what was really liked by the Blue Crew. But then again... Well, I, I think I think there was a lot of confusion the way it was laid out there because it was kind of uh, misrepresented, so then everybody kind of got up in arms. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I, it, I got yelled at. Big deal. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, well, I just want to say this about – and I know you can't agree or disagree with me. Uh, the, the people who run the Yamaha racing team, um, not very progressive forward thinkers, and I'll just leave it at that. So I don't know. I mean, look at their bike. They're the first ones that, that radically changed the way the bike, um, the yeah. motor mount, and the way it's sucking air. So, I mean, I, I think they – I think they pushed the envelope probably harder than the rest of them. But okay. Them well, uh, yeah, I don't know how much those guys have to do with it. But anyways, hey, how much how much are you pissed or are you pissed about the perception of that Yamaha YZ450? I had a good conversation with uh, Dr. D, Doug Dubach, at the, the World Vet Race here up here a couple weeks ago, and he's not happy. Like, he's just pissed that, you know, his perception is worse than reality on that bike, right? Does it bother you? Uh- yeah, no, I think it makes it it makes it hard for us. Um, you know, I, I think it just takes a couple guys talking there that makes it difficult to, to sign riders. I, I think, you know, uh, we think the bike's great. We always have. I think puts out a ton of power. Um, even in stock form, puts out a ton of power. It's easy to get power out of. I feel like it handles really well. Um, so, you know, we're excited about the bike. Um, we're, we're excited enough that we, you know, we want to sign a long-term dealer and, and keep on riding them. Hey, don't me ask you a question. There's always been rumors that uh, that you and Keith McCarty don't get along, and there was some rumor going around that you tried to get Keith McCarty fired. Is that is there any truth to that? What? No. If, any, if anybody would fire anybody, Keith would be firing me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he has more power in that situation. No, yeah, but uh, you. In fact, I just spent uh, a whole but, day with, with, with Keith and Mike out there at Yamaha, and we had a good time, had a good talk, and um, you know, we're excited about it. Cool, cool. I'm, I'm stoked. I really do, Coy. I mean, I mean, we bullshit a lot, but I, I have a lot of respect for you and your guys and your program, and I would be really pumped to see you get a guy like James because we've been through the trenches together, and, you know, I'd be stoked to see you up there going for a championship. Would you fire Stewart um, for Hanny, Kenny, like you did Blows? 
What I st fire Stewart? Yeah, for Hanny, because you love Hanny. Dude, that's a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. I was just ridiculous. trying to make a joke. I mean, of course uh, you would. I, you know, I talked to Hanny about two months back. He gave me a call. Uh, I, I didn't know he was going to ride a big bike, and then he told me he was definitely thinking about it and got excited about that. So um, that was definitely another option there. I mean, the kid, he's extremely fast. And Mm -hmm. Put his head down. He can get it done. Hey, you got uh, you got time for some questions? We got a few li lines are lit up here. Hey, Coy, if you were to make a bet, would you bet someone that Hanson would get 13th or better in the series if he raced the whole series? Yes. Okay. Cause I, you know, I, I enjoy watching him ride. I just I think he's got really good style. I, I think he's fast. He's a fun kid to hang out with for sure. All right, because I have a guy that's willing to bet the bet his mortgage on a on a on that he isn't going to do it. I'm not going to say oh, who it is. What, what, what's the bet? If he makes, if he makes all arounds, he'll get. He no, he, that he's not going to. He's not going to get 13th overall in the series. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that bet all day long. I think mean, he'll do that, no problem. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's go to the phones. Wood, you there? Hey, what's up, Mathis? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. Yeah, I, I actually have a pretty good question uh, for Coy here. Uh, at least I think it's a good question. Uh, hey, Coy. Um, you know, in, in the years past, I've heard that, um, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing, you know, they have on-site facilities for riders, and uh, they kind of demand, like, you know, training facilities and things like that. If you were to sign a, a top-notch rider, would that policy, you know, kind of change? If it is true, I don't know. That's just what I heard. I'm not an insider or anything like that. Well, I, I think the way we look at it is um, there's guys that get it done and have proven that. Um, year after year, and there's guys that probably need help or haven't figured it out yet. And, and you know, I'm a firm believer if they haven't done it yet, they'll be living in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> if they have, you know, obviously their program works, and we're very flexible. Even with the guys we've had, there's a misconception that it's like a prison. We lock them up there. We don't. We give them tons of freedom. Obviously, our weather gets bad sometimes, so we, we let them come down south and go wherever they got to go, whether it's California, Texas, or, or Florida. So, you know, I, I think, you know, we work with them. I, I enjoy having people there. I like seeing them every day. And, um, you know, I, I feel, like, feel like it's easier for us to test and get things done. Hey, you know, you know, what, right. the, you know what the picture I see thanks, right now? Thanks, Wood. Thanks, Coy, Wood. in my eyes, I see James Stewart riding for you, working with your trainer, running d down with the parachute on his back, football style. No, we don't do parachute runs. Okay, running the bleachers. Uh, Mike, you there? Mike. Hey. What's yeah, up? I had a question about this uh, bad reputation of the YZ. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was always kind of thinking that with the uh, exhaust wrapping around the shocks, that that could cause heat issues with the shock fanning, leading to some of the bad reputation, combined with the the little less weight on the front tire with the inertia from the motor. What do you think? Um, what do you think, Coy? Kind of stacking up. What do you think, Coy? Issues? Have you heard about these issues? Uh, no, I, you know. On the on the shock side of things, I don't think um, for the average rider it, it comes into play at all. I think there's tons of airflow that goes through there. For us, we run a little titanium shield uh, that shields off the um, the flex of the heat off of the pipe from right. the rear shock. Um, as far as the the motor placement, if you if you actually ask a lot of the guys when they first ride the bike, the thing turns unbelievably well, and and probably because of that motor placement is the reason why it turns so good. All right, yeah, fair, fair enough questions for sure. Um, hey, man, well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. I, uh, you got it. And, and, and so, yeah, you're in next year for the show sponsorship. Uh, triple the money. Uh, got it. Marked it down. <laughs> so we're good on that. Um, 
If I get, if I, I'll double it. If I get two hits, I'll triple. If I get three hits, and it's all gotta be in the same arm in the same spot, and we're putting it on tape. Oh man, that would really hurt. But maybe we'll do that. Dude, <laughs> hey, pain's only temporary, bro. Money's in the bank. Yeah, yeah. If I got the money, then I can take my wife out, and you know, we can have a good dinner, and I can pay Kenny and Tits the amount of money that they they deserve. Hey, if you're serious, Coy, I will take them. And you can hit me if we if you're gonna do it every time and double it. I will do it as many times as you want. No, I'm massive. It's gotta be massive. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it for sure. Um, three. That's three. So triple the money. Triple the money. Got it. Mark it. Stamp it. Uh, Don't let him get out of this bucks. one. Three hundred bucks cash. I'm bringing it. <laughs> yeah, bring it. Perfect. Done good deal. Good one. All right. Hey. Well. Good luck tomorrow. I'll just leave it at that. Good luck tomorrow. All right, guys. Good Thanks. Thanks, Later, Coy. Coy. See ya. Coy Gibbs, everybody. JGR Yamaha. Big day tomorrow. Clearly, big day. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Oh, because they're going to ride the bike? Yeah. I don't understand, though. He already rode the bike, and then he rode the Suzuki. He wants to ride it more. Yeah. 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 I well, I – dude, I, I I would be stoked for Coy to get that guy, but I think um, he's going to have his hands – he's going to have a lot of work ahead of him, put it that way. Right. Tits. Yes, sir. You ready for Stump the Tits? Yep. Let's do this. All right, three random questions to uh, see what our call screener, Tits Legendary, knows about the sport. He, he got into it uh, a little bit later. He tries to read racer head, tries to read observations. doesn't always happen. And uh, we're basically trying to, uh, to see what he knows in the sport. He's been doing pretty well, though. Although, last time we did it, one out of three. The last two times, actually, I got one out of three. Yeah. All right, Kenny. Will Tits know the answer to who wore the number 10 in 1997? Will he know the no. answer? No. 1997. The guy won a race on it. Larry Ward. No. Bzz. Bzz. Damon Bradshaw. Number 10, Manchester Honda. Just because he's sort of an iconic rider, I thought you may get that one. Hey, we, uh, we need no. to talk about that, too, before we get off the air, just about the, the whole race and what happened. Oh, yeah, you didn't even go. I thought you were coming out. Oh, you had some issues. Yeah. All right. Um, will he know, will Tits know, who won the 2001 Glen Helen 450 class overall? 2001, no. No. Glen Helen. You know, Ricky won everything for years Sebastian and years Tortelli. And years. That'd be Tim Ferry. Tim Ferry won with a 2-2 score, beating Ricky Carmichael and Sebastian Tortelli. Suck it, Tits. Uh, Question number three. Will Tits know? Oh, for two tonight, by the way, Mm -hmm. buddy. Will Tits know who the sandwich maker that sponsored Team Suzuki was in the early 2000s? Will Tits know? Early 2000s, not that long ago. Blimpy. Got it. Give yourself a, a bing. And I'm going to give myself both of them. Nice. Tits. One out of three, though. Yeah. I love how you have so much passion for this contest. I love that. Yeah. So much passion. Yeah, there's a lot on the line. Do you want to put something on the line, like your job? <laughs> Are you coming back next year? Um, as long as you're going to have me, I will be here. Do we t- hey, with, with talk like that, do we maybe cut his pay a bit? No. Oh, he says it. Yeah. As long as we have him. 
Sounds like we could maybe cut us. Pookie keeps saying I'm not coming back, and I'm wondering if she knows something that I don't. She doesn't, hey, like she doesn't think you're coming back. I knew there's a new iPad coming out. We might be able to work something in there oh, for you. Oh, yeah. Mm. iPad 3. I'm actually hoping to get a new uh, new MacBook Sorry Pro to hear year. about Steve Jobs, by the way. I appreciate your uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that really crushed you. It, it did, actually. Apple. The Apple founder, Kenny, died. Who? Apple Computers. Who's that? Steve Jobs. Let's, let's move on. I, 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 I have no idea who that is. So he, I'm he sorry d- to hear that, but I don't know who that Tits guy is. Tits is very devastated by it. Of course, it's like guys changed people's lives, bro. He changed my life. Well, you got a BlackBerry, so clearly it did change. But it. I got an I got an iPad, iPad too. Uh, you do have an iPad. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this will at all affect Flash? And I mean this in a serious question. No, no. Flash is on its way out. It, most sites nowadays either have an HTML5 e- talk more equivalent. I, I think my mic's just. Dude, not we're not going to turn this enough. into an IT show. Okay, no, I, 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 I don't think Flash is coming back. All right. Sounds good. Um, hey, uh, you know what we forgot to ask about to Brooks? What? I wanted to bring up Top Jimmy's name. He ain't going to hire. He's not going to hire Top Jimmy? No. I know. He's in a bad spot, that guy. Who? Top, Top Jimmy? Jimmy? Yeah. Why? Because you can't put him into the the... The first of all, he's never ridden 450 Supercross, so no one really knows what he has. He rode practice last year at Anaheim before he tore his knee up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. All right. What else we got? We got voicemails. We uh we got uh some some emails. Some more emails. Um. We gave away two sets of tickets to Monster Energy Cup this weekend. What do you want to know about that vet race, Kenny? What do you want to talk about that vet race? No, I just I mean I didn't go. Yeah. I heard it was pretty much a, the the riders had a fun. I talked to. Uh, I talked to Damon um, yeah. when he got home, and he was, like, super, super pumped on it. He said, man, he had a great time. Yeah. Seen a bunch of old people. So funny to see him pissed after he gets second, though. I love Dude, it. Dude, and the crazy thing is, like, I heard they went, like, he, he hung after he hung out after and drank beers, and yeah. they barbecued. And what I hear after that is they had a, kind of a big night. Oh, yeah? After I left? Real, yeah. I, I hung out. It went it went till 6 in the morning. Nuh-uh. That's what I heard. <laughs> And Damon, uh, Damon, I heard some crazy stories, but um, Bradshaw, 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 yeah, he's a good dude. We're working. Uh, he, he, he possibly could be the next X brand athlete. Yeah, he should. Yeah, I'm working on it. I, and just because he's Darren Bradshaw, like I'm just of course. like. And he is in for the Monster Cup now. Yes, I think I believe so. That's well, awesome. I hear both. I hear both. I hear he's in and I hear he's out. Yeah. Nick Way said he was in. Then someone else. Do you know was he beat Nick Way and then his bike broke, in one of the races. He really? was beating him, straight out beating him, and his bike really? broke. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I just heard Nick won both nights. Yeah, the second night he was beating him, and his bike broke. Tits, there's three lines lighted, lit up. Light it up? There's only two yes. people on the See, uh, if I said lit it up, that would be a sound drop. But if you say By light it way, up. By the way, Pop-O-Mex app on iPhones. Buy it now, $1.99. Hear Kenny's sound drops. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, I think Jason's still on line one. Uh, Nelso? Hey, Mathis, this is Nilsa from Australia. Hey, what's up, bud? How are you? Hey, good, mate. How's yourself? Uh, we're good. We're good. Thanks for calling. Hey, no problem. Hey, I remember, hey, Kenny, how you doing? Doing good, bud. I remember a little while ago you guys were talking about Kenny being in a, a really old issue of Racer X in two tribes with Roger DaCosta. Yep, yep. Um, I was digging through my old Racer X's last night and I found it. Um, yeah, um, I have the issue here somewhere. Kenny, you needed yeah, it, right? I've got it in front of me right now. I was wondering how, uh, you pretty how impr- Kenny's you changed over the years, whether he'd answer the questions the same. Um, I just, we just did a two tribes with Kevin Wyndham maybe two months back. Yeah, there's a, the, the last two tribes is me and Wyndham, 
And they're like, oh, the whole race for X, because we did it two tribes with Watson. I'm like, yeah, you did it like 10 years ago. I know. That's funny. August, <laughs> September 1999. That was a good year, 99. Tim Ferry, Nolan Yamaha. That was a great year. Top privateer. EA Supercross Sports Series. Hey, just take it. I'll see you when I come down to Australia. I'll sign it for you, bud. Wow. Are you coming down or what? That's a good possibility. I got. I, if I'm due, I'm going to go to the last round if I go. But I'm well, trying funny, to talk. Funny I'm you trying say to say that because me and a mate of mine, we know some pretty good clubs in Brisbane to go to. Oh yeah. shit! Oh shit! With Hanny and Watson. Oh right boy. Right up Watson's alley. Oh, right all right. On. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll call in before uh, I, before that race, and I'll let you know what's up. But I appreciate the uh, looking into that, bud. Thank you. Yeah, no, for, for sure. And one other thing, Tits just said I had a funny name coming from a guy named Tits. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Good job. Exactly. All right. Hey, good show, guys. Thank you. Um, looking forward to next year. All right, Thank thanks. You. Thanks, thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, by the way, we're on an every other week schedule, but we're having a show this week with the winner of the essay contest. So Nate's, Nate's coming. But Nate can have my spot. He could be the co-host for that week. What are you talking about? Dude. You said every other week, and I made plans, bro. Dude, it's Nate. He won the contest. That's fine. Nate could have my seat. Dude, you're part of the contest. And Nate could come by, you're and I'll shake. Supposed to give his... him a tour of the your rig and the whole deal. Dude, he could. I can do that on Saturday. I got plans, bro. And, and your race shop. No, Nate gets to sit in that chair with your magic. What about and, and what my about, magic? What about Nate's dead dad? What What about Nate's dead dad, dude? Don't you think he'd want you to be here? Yeah, I'll be here. <laughs> Good one, Tits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's, let's we're, since we're gonna do this right now, let's what? let's do let's do. I want to do some predictions for the Monster Cup. Okay. All right. Well, like let's take me, you, and Tits, and three callers, and we're gonna put some money into a kitty, and whoever nails it. And I'm not talking the guy that's gonna win the Monster Million. I'm talking like the guy that's gonna win the overall, because I don't think anyone's gonna win the million bucks. You don't. Myself. You don't. You don't think that RV can can take all three motos? I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't know. Do, I don't. Do know. you think Dunge is showing up? No, he no. should. Uh, I don't debate. But that, you know what? There's one guy that everybody's come. forgetting about in this whole deal that rides Vegas phenomenal. And Doug he Henry. Nope. And he loves the hard pack. And he's Josh Hansen. He's been a guy that's been there every year in Vegas. Chad Reed. Nope. Did you say Hansen? I did. Nope. I don't know. Kevin Windham. Oh, yeah. I. It's true. I don't see Wyndham being like in uh, peak well, form. I see Kevin Wyndham riding for a million dollars. I think <laughs> I think Kevin Wyndham will freaking pull out every stop he has in his okay, bag. Okay, I'll give and you I, that. And right. I think that Kevin Wyndham hasn't been sitting on the couch when he knew there's a million dollars for grab. And right. Kevin Wyndham rides the hard packed better than anybody. He does. He does. You have a good point. Good one, Kenny. And you know what? Nobody has really talked about Kevin Wyndham. Nope. You got a good point there. Hey, Nash, you there? Gentlemen. Hey, Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Let's talk some money. I'll throw twenty bucks in a kitty. I'll mail it to you. Um, Who do you like? I I already talked. I got Wyndham. You got Wyndham. Well, I'm, his tits is probably getting ready to jump off the bridge. He knows I'm a hardcore Villapoto fan. Yeah, and he's tits isn't isn't doing well with this whole switch to KTM. He's not doing well with it. I I, I don't know. How do you walk away from that yellow bike? Supposedly so magical, but yet I hear him on that TV show when they had a mic and he said. The goose, it just doesn't turn. This thing isn't working. I mean, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Kenny, I got a, I got a question for you. Shoot. Can you tell me the story of when Mac punched MC in the face in Daytona a while back? 
Wait, when who hit him? Numac. You know what, dude? I was there, but I wasn't there. I got to the end, and I know that they got into it over something, and, and they were in the club. What year was this? Like when Numac was racing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it had to be like in anywhere between like '94 and '97. Mm. Nice. '96. '96. Yeah. I know it was something because the whole deal back then was like. Knew me and all those Florida guys was like that was a Swink guy and Swink was like super tight with New Mac and they had the big rival going on and Jeremy was just doing his thing and there was a lot of uh, you know people that were pissed that he was just so dominating and I think they, those guys were always bagging on him and talking crap you know they were the eat the, the West Coast guys and going to the river and you know putting you know bleaching their tips and wearing earrings then when you had those country yeah. guys you know Swink and New Mac they didn't give a shit they would show up to the club with with Red clay on their tennis shoes. Well, McGrath would have a brand new pair of DCs, and Emic would they'd be all, you know. So I think that was a lot to do with it. Hey, a good buddy of mine. He asked me about it, and I was talking about it, and I said, "There's one man that could clarify this, and his name is Ken." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it did happen. I know it did happen, but I don't really know all the logistics and really what happened because you know it was kind of crazy. I was like, both I knew both those guys, and I really wasn't yeah. in the clique with all those dudes at the time, so. I really was like that guy standing out, going, "Hey, whoa, whoa, what happened?" You know, so I couldn't, I couldn't really talk about that. I don't really know. I can't remember. Do you have a good new Mac story from Kenny's corner? Oh uh, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do have a really good Gene New Mac story. <laughs> he's he's awesome. Hey Nash, I'm gonna hang up on you, and, and he's gonna tell it because our phones suck tonight. All right, no worries. Thanks. Thanks. See, see ya. What uh, what is your Gene Newmack story? Uh, I went, I was uh, dating this girl at the time from Florida, and uh, Gene and his girlfriend at the time had a, l a little kid, and the kid was probably, um, he was young, dude, he was probably two or three, and we went to Bush Gardens in Tampa, and we were on this tram going through like this little jungle area, and the little kid's all, there was a monkey, a baboon, and and the, the monkey was standing there and had his butt hanging out to the kids all, baboon, daddy, baboon. And he's like, yeah, that baboon's ass looks just like your mom, doesn't it? And he's like, mommy, your butt, just like that. <laughs> it was just comedy. And New Mac and his chick got into the full blowout. The chick got off the tram, like right in the middle of the ride. New Mac and her got into a full blowout. Uh, <laughs> funny. Uh, O'Rourke, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No didn't, you, didn't he already call? He did call already. How was the second interaction with Tits? Jeez. No, it was cool. He's, okay. He's, uh, he's getting warming up. It's good. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. All right. Hey, I uh, just want to say uh, congrats to Watson on his new lady there. She looks like a, a good lady. I'm following her on Twitter. And oh, yeah? Her, uh, oh. Yeah, um, I got kind of uh, kind of happened. Wasn't expecting it. But, yeah, things are good, man. I'm pumped. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Good job. Thank you. And uh, I wanted to ask, I, I haven't listened to the whole show, but on the podcast last week, um, Ting was bummed out with Tickle and all that sort of deal. And I've been trying to find out what the story was, and there's been three different threads deleted off Vital, and can we get the bottom line story on this or what? Mathis uh, would know better than me, dude. I don't really know the whole story. I, I know Ping was a little upset uh, about Tickle owing people some money, put it out there. And that's about it. Like, I don't really know, to be honest. How could he owe people money? For what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, agents and trainers and, I mean, but I don't know if it's true. Like, I think I think the Paul Lindsay thing is true, but. What's the Paul Lindsay thing? He just owes Paul some money from, from when Paul was his agent. But 
but there's two sides to every story. And, you know, I know Ping has been upset about it for a while, and he put it out there. And, and I mean, I could have objected to it on the show. I maybe should have. But I kind of trust Ping and what he knows and, and whatever. But as far as my involvement, I don't really know. Yeah. I read it. I read it. Funny, like, in other, in other sports, you know, all this information is pretty much just, you know, you're, you're in the public eye, you're a celebrity. That's just the way it goes, you know. But in this sport, we're so protected and everyone's covering each other. Um, well, you know, you know what? Here's, this is, here's this... the thing, though. If, if it's not in the legal system, though, O'Rourke, you don't hear about it in the mainstream stuff. If if any of Tickle's issues were in the legal system, I think you'd hear about it. This is what the, this is what I know that now that you talk about it, and I uh-huh. heard someone bring this up a while ago. Um, everyone jumped on the bandwagon when he won the championship, and they all thought they earned a piece of it. I know that the agent, the trainers, and the guys like that, he had a deal, and then when he won, he he thought all those people, you know, if it's a contract and a contract, and you're in there and you're an agent, and you say, hey. You, and that's something that I've never, ever agreed on in my life I agree, is that yeah. an agent gets a percent of your championship because does an agent get a percent of your broken femur when you're laid up? An agent should get what they've got for you. And let's say you, I'm your agent and you ride for Factory Honda and J, or Fox and then you come to me and you go, well, hey, I already have these deals. Okay, perfect. Well, it's time for me to renegotiate those deals with those guys. So let's say you got paid $200,000 a year from Honda and $50,000 a year from Fox. So if I go out and get you 250000 from Honda and I go out and get you seventy five, I should get 10% off of the $25,000 more I made you here and the $50,000 I made there. Not on your whole deal. So what I have a problem is with when agents come around, and if you go out and you get a guy a deal for a million dollars, yeah, you earn that money. But if someone has an existing deal, you shouldn't get paid off of that. You should not get paid. You know what I mean? And all, all right. these guys want bonus money. Yeah, well, I, I, I structured their bonus contract. Well, you know what? Every rider is going to get a bonus in their contract. Why should you get a percentage off of the bonuses? You know what I mean? Because I usually feel they're, they're going to get paid anyways. But if, let's say, when you're out sweating and you're a rider and you put your, bust your ass and you put 150% in it, that, that agent ain't doing nothing to earn that money. You are. So I don't think they earn. I don't think they deserve anything to do with uh, bonus with money. I wouldn't sign it if I was a rider. I wouldn't do it either. So there's been so many guys that I've talked to that have been riders, and you know they went to you know some riders. The agents are like, if you're on one team, if you're on one team, okay, and you get manufacturer support, all the bonuses are the same all the way around. If you're on, let's say you're on Suzuki, and you have four guys on your team, everybody on that team on the lights program has the same bonus structure. So a lot of agents come by and say, and they don't think the riders talk or anybody, well, I negotiated another $100,000 for you. Well, if that's the case, you should get 100000 10% of that, and that's ten grand. Sweet. Right. But a lot of guys are trying to say, oh, I negotiated this number, and they should get paid on that number, which is totally wrong. I just think that there's too many guys out there, too many agents. I think riders should represent. I think every rider needs a contract lawyer to help them go over there. You know, but you know what? If You're going to get what you're going to get at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like all these deals that are going on right now, who's going where, everybody knows who they want, and the agent isn't going to make it any better or any worse. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're right. All right, O'Rourke, thanks, bud. Thanks, I hope guys. I hope I answered that question for you, O'Rourke. <laughs> oh, well, pretty much, Watson, and, um, and good job on that Moto Triple X classic commentary. It was great. I'm glad, yeah, you, got, en- got I'm glad, of, you, I'm glad got, you enjoyed it, bud. I got some emails and some tweets about that, Kenny. People seem to like it. it they cool. did. You know, you know, you you know what's – Kenny Watson. You know what's next up, Watson? What's up? 97, 125, Coliseum.
<laughs> that's awesome. Oh, do you have the video? Guys. Do you have the video? Yeah, yeah, nice. we'll do, we're gonna do it. So that's awesome. All right, O'Rourke, thanks. Uh, my buddy T Blazer got me the video. So, um, hey, don't forget, Pulp Mex Show at Gmail, tits? Correct. Gmail.com for uh, emails to the show. Uh-huh. Or you can call 702 586 7857 anytime and leave voicemails. Here's some of the best ones from the two weeks that we were off. Trying to win some shit. Should answer your phone once in a while. Kiss. The f. Hey, what's angry. up? This is Gump, representing the Goon Squad up here in Syracuse, New York. I uh, had called a couple episodes back with uh, a story with Watson uh, trading some stuff for a guy's daughter at Unidoa, hey. and uh, he straight up like uh, denied it and all this, and then with his explanation got all cross-rutted, and Steve, you actually called him out at one point for being sketchy, and uh, he had us trying to believe that uh, he gave some privateers some tires and pushed them out of the mud. Come on, Watson. We know you better than that. You don't like to get your shoes dirty. But uh, either way, I'm at work today listening to episode, I believe it was 44 in the archives, and there's an interview with Paul Curry at the end. And Curry brings this story up, and Watson goes right afterwards, yeah, that's a true story. So come on, Watson. Cough it up, man. These people need to hear the story. It's a good one. Uh, It's pretty legendary up here in Unadilla country, and uh, (laughs) it's growing even more legs with you not uh, trying to divulge the information. Either way, love what you guys do. I love the show. You guys rock, and you get me through my shitty-ass job every day. Keep it up. Uh, this guy, he, you know, he's really on to you for this story. You know, he called in. Yeah. And, okay, so, so here it is. He calls back again and gives us some proof. Up later. Hey, Watson, it's Gump again. Hey, Gump. Uh, I want you to listen to this, and then, uh, and then spill the beans. Give us the story. How about, how about Curry? Uh, I, I was just thinking the first time you ever saw me. And it wasn't at the races, bro. I didn't ask him that. But he's wrong. Because oh. I remember the first time I met him. Were you guys in an orgy? But it was pretty close. It's so bad, Jess. I don't know what, like, what the... Curry, think about it. It was in your... orgy. That's like an <laughs> Okay. This is from our archives, Kenny. He pulled it from the show. Uh, Gump, Gump did good work. I don't care he, he what Gump did. I don't Holmes. care what. I, that's what you he say, could, Tits? Pulled a Sherlock Holmes on you. Did that's what's going on with this girl and his graphics? I mean, what what's happening? Dude, we're talking like freaking twelve years ago. I'm just and Gump, I don't, Gump, dude. Gump I, is I, on this. And, and <laughs> Gump is on it, and Carpenter and Curry can say that. And once again, it's Paul Curry that just freaking <laughs> did all this crap to me. And that he's the one that brought it up, and it, and he it was like a long going joke. Like I pulled this chick, I this guy came over and traded his daughter to me. To, well, it seems kind of out there. Yeah, it is out there, and it's it's like you know, if it was really good, I could totally remember it. And I'm not gonna, you know me, I don't hold back. Yeah, and I would tell you the story, but I only remember bits and pieces of it, so it couldn't have been that good. I remember the guy, I remember the girl, but there was no ever hooking up, and it was just stupid. Like gump, I, gump. Let Gump, let, let Gump live the dream, and that's his connection with this show. And he you said know, you're a legend in the Unadilla parts for this story. I'm a legend in a lot of. I'm a, I'm a legend in my own eyes, bro. Hey, tits. So can you play this voicemail to the next one, or can you go to the next one? So you uh, want you want to skip the rest of yeah, it? Yeah, skip the rest of that one and um, go to the next one. Can you just like listen to it or something? Yeah. Can you can you give me a second? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kenny. Uh, hey Gump, we'll, check we'll, it out. We'll I, honor I, Kenny's request. To hey Gump. Show forty four. If anybody wants to go back and listen to it. 
Hey, Gump is persistent. That's the third message he left. <laughs> um, <laughs> good times, Kenny. Um, can we take a call in the meantime, Tits? One or four? Hey, you're on the Papa Mech show. Who's this? It's Moser. Oh, Moser, what's up? How are you, bud? Uh, I'm having a rough night. I've been later than my wife all night. I miss Larry Brooks. I miss Coy. I had an Xbox question. Coy, every time I see Coy and he talks about the show, he says, Mathis, you, your fans are so weird. That guy in Seattle was so weird. And he, and uh, he, I was going to thank him for taking the time out to talk to me. Lengthy conversation. Uh, all right, bud. Uh, what can we do for you now? Anything? Uh, no, not much. Did you guys, uh, O'Rourke didn't mention, did you uh, hear he moved to Shorty Street in uh, Australia? No, I didn't hear that. Oh, wait, yeah, I was on Twitter. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to mailing to something just so I can write out Shorty Street. Okay. Down uh, under. All right, Moser. Thanks, this bud. international breaking news. Hey, I got one more thing here, Tiger. Yeah. Um, Kenny, when are you going to announce the winners of the uh, Pulpamex t-shirt design contest? I, I have a few I'm picking out right now. And I will do it uh, probably in the next few weeks. Are you being serious? <laughs> All right. You got my photo, right? Yep. All right. That's tough. I think you're the winner, to tell you the truth. But <laughs> I got a, I got a couple more that are supposed to be coming in. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing the winner. All okay. right, bud. Thanks, Moser. All right, nice. Uh, all right, let's continue with the voicemails uh, uh, that we got. This is Joseph. I'm listening to the uh, – I guess it was last week's show. Has Rich Taylor, Zach Osborne called in, JP's on the line. I just wanted to say that from a fan's point of view, these types of shows where you guys have an in-studio guest that you know that you've been friends with her for a while, Don't they're just the room. best because, nope. uh, you know, it's kind of like the one where you had Factory Phil and a couple other people in the studio a few months back. It's just more like a, uh, it's like a jam session than anything else. It just flows a whole lot better. You guys let your guard down. You're a lot more fluid and loose. So uh, maybe next season comes Supercross season, you can uh, you can get a lot more of that going on. It would, uh, I think, it definitely be a whole lot better on your end, uh, put it out, and on our end as fans listening. So keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. Uh, a lot of people like Rich Taylor, dude. Like I got a lot of compliments about the last show that RT came over. Quit sucking his dick. He's no, boss. I'm being serious. <laughs> good podcast. What are you laughing at, Tits? It's funny. Got something to say? Yeah, it's, it's funny. You're fired. Okay. Hammer time. Mathis. What's up, bud? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Long time no talk. Yeah, for sure, man. Hey, this is my first show and loving it, man. You guys you guys are on fire. Kenny just kills it on all the points, man. He's been there and uh, he's one of those guys that can rip the points and, and let everyone know what's going on. But hey, about Rich Taylor there, n nobody can bag on Rich Taylor. That guy's tested more bikes than yeah. any man alive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Kenny tells me to... Not suck his dick, but I mean, you know, hey, it's good. Hey, man, you gotta suck Rich Taylor's dick a bit, man. That guy spent more time on on shitty bone stock test bikes than any man alive. So. Yeah, no, hey, and if it's the first show you listen to, uh, Hammer Time, I apologize for the audio problems. We're usually pretty good, and this is really pissing me off because I had a guy come in here and tune my board. Clearly, he tuned my board. Ooh. Um, oh no, man, I, I've been I've been spitting it out on uh, MX Forum that it's been super enjoyable. Like, oh, thanks, bud. In your homeland here, it's Thanksgiving. Normally, I'm working at nights, but uh, oh, that's I got right, the night yeah. Off, so I tuned in, and it's been awesome. So yeah, but about uh, back to uh, back back to Andrew Short, you know, like I mean, Kenny's all over that. Like, let's be serious here. I mean, MC and Brooksy have just hired Short because he's a clean cut, 
non-tattooed little, you know, hey, he's never going to win a moto. I mean, when, back in 09, when he was getting all the hole shots on the best bike in the world and still couldn't win any motos, even when Josh Grant and, and Alessi got hurt, I mean, he's never going to win anything. Well, he has won motos before, and he's won overalls in the 250 class. If, Like I said when Larry was on the show, if he gets him back into the top three, that's a success. I'm not saying titles. I'm not saying championships. If he gets him back in the top three, that's a success. And with Shorty, having Short been top three in eight out of the last nine series that he was on a Honda, I, I, you, how, how can you say until it doesn't happen that, you know, he's, he's not going to do it? Well, here's the deal. Like, like when, when he was getting, though, when he was, when he was in the mix there in the top three, though, the, the class wasn't stacked like right now. I mean, guys, guys were hurt for one. Other guys weren't moved up to 450s yet. I mean, the class is deeper now. And, you know, it, short, Shorty, I mean, he, he's a great pitch man for a team. You know, good-looking kid, does, set, does and says all the right things. You know, he's not all tattied out and everything else. And, you know, hey, I mean, he looks good and all that stuff. But right. as far as as far as the guy that's going to run the pace in, in, the, in the class, like right now, the way it's all stacked up, not a chance. Okay. Just well, like Kenny was saying, there's no uh, way. I think if he's in the top five and top three, that's uh, that's a great ride for, for Andrew. And uh, I could see him doing it. I could definitely see him doing it. And, you know, I mean, he's got to be there in the right positions if somebody makes a mistake to grab a win. And I'm just – I mean, Kenny and Shorty are tight. They're buddies. So, Kenny's not really – you know, he's not bagging on Short. But, uh, uh, you know, he's just calling it like it is, uh, which which what he thinks it is. So, I don't know, well, Hammer Time. Point here, yeah. I mean, I know not many people out there in this show are too, too totally interested. But, I mean, with, with Blackfoot pulling out of the uh, Canadian Nationals, I mean, what do you think? Is this just like oh, the, the nail well, on the coffin that – with the economy that we're uh, we're going down and out here, or what? Well, I think that uh, this should be a big wake up for Mark Stallybrass uh, to realize that uh, staying the same and not growing is uh, is not good. Now, how much Mark's series had to do with Blackfoot pulling out? I'm not sure if you can directly say that that was a reason why. But I'll tell you what: it's got to be a there's got to be a re, there's got to be something to do with Mark's series as to why Blackfoot and Yamaha decided more Yamaha decided not to invest in it. You know what I mean? So. Um, I, I know the OEMs are having a big meeting with Mark at the end of this month, and they've, they've definitely expressed some concerns on, hey, why isn't this stuff improving? Why isn't this working? Why are you shutting media out, trying to shut media out? Why are you trying to make media's life difficult in the Canadian series? And I hope it happens. So, yeah. Is, both of you guys, is, is, is Adam Cinturillo with that golden tongue of his and, and the intelligence and everything else, if the sport keeps flourishing here, is this kid the next James Stewart? Is he going to step on his 250F, and is he going to win well, almost every moto? Kenny saw him at Mammoth. I've never really seen him ride, Kenny. Dude, uh, he is the real deal, like for sure. And the thing is, most of those guys that have that kind of talent and speed, and I would even have to say at James at that age, didn't have that uh, that gift of gab and, you know, how he's he's not afraid. Like he can talk on a microphone. You got like kind of guys like him and Kenny Roxon, the guys that are really good in front of a microphone that has exactly. a person. He has exactly. a per he has a personality off of the bike. You know what I mean? He's not a robot. Like no disrespect to Ryan Dungey, but Ryan Dungey does not really have a, a like an outgoing personality. He wins races. You watch your mouth. He's a robot. He's a robot. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm friends with Ryan Dungey. I'm cool with Ryan Dungey, but we all know that he is not that great guy. And you know he he can do an interview, but it's it's just flat. He doesn't have no you know. 
charisma and you know personality behind his interviews. This is blasphemy. Exactly. You, you can almost tell with some of those guys, like Little Adam. I mean, you look at you look at the guys that like were supposed to be the next ones. You know, like uh, you know Lemoyne, uh, Cunningham coming off eighties. All those guys. It's almost like million dollar talent, ten cent brain. You know, it's like they can't put motos together, but. Yeah. You get guys like like Adam and Dean Wilson, you know, Roxton, these guys that can like, yeah, you know, win win people over in interviews and just like you know, just you know, earn their you know they all the all the factories want a piece of them and stuff like that. Why? How come some of these guys, Nico Izzy, like what what's up with these guys? Like how come they can be so fast and then all of a sudden just shit the bed as soon as they get a shot at, at the big time? There's just so much more to being a top motorcycle racer than speed, Kenny. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much more. Like, it's just, like, do you get hurt when you first join the pro ranks? Do you get a good bike? Do you get a good team? Do you work hard? Do you train? Do you goof off? What do you do when you get money? What do you, who do you surround yourself with? Um, you know, just so much in it, more than speed. If you, if, you, if you really look at it, you look at the guys, like, that have made it, that have been champions, how they've been bred from a young age and how they have a camp around them, how they're focused. But not all of them. A Jeff Stanton or Mike LaRocco. You know, yeah, like, but I'm saying, like, right. those guys are, have that self-focus that so they don't need yeah. that. But guys like Ricky and James and guys like, you know, Chad is more self-driven. You know what I mean? They have the focus and they know what their goals are. But I think when you're, uh, I think what happens is a lot of these kids, like the guys that you named and a numerous amount of others, that's all they've done is race motorcycles. And when they get out of their parents' hands and they move out to California or they move wherever they go and they have some money and they have the fame and they have, you know, all this stuff, they kind of lose track of what's what's their main purpose. And they don't okay. think – I mean, how, like, look, look at Josh Hill. Like, the guy's two years ago, he's, he's getting top threes in almost every Supercross main. And then, and then he's out with Nate Adams doing backflips. Like, I mean, how do you explain, like, the lack of – supervision or stupidity like i mean sure he's a young kid still 19 but to have that much talent and and you know have have the you know seven hundred thousand dollar a year ride and then be out like flipping backflips heading into the x games like i mean where where's the fucking leadership there you know how, well, how do you throw a career away like that well i wouldn't say he threw his career away i think he he was young and he made a mistake and and, and i and, and i talked to hill about this before and it's just something that he thought he could do, and he was comfortable, and it's not like he, he really thought in his head that he could do it. And, and, I, I, and I asked him, I said, well, I could – I'll make it like this. You ever go to, like, a, a quarry or a rock dive, and you want to jump off the rock, and you're standing on the edge of it, and you can't get yourself to do it? You're like – Fuck that. I'm scared of heights. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. dude, I can't do it. And you walk away. That's the way it was for Hill when he wanted to do a backflip. He wanted to do it, and he had to do it, and he did it. And then oh, I he... thought you were just talking about his career in general. No, oh. I don't think I don't. Th I think I... Hill's the lucky one. He he did make mistakes off the track, but he's come around and saved. Well, let it. me let me tell you something about Josh Hill. Where he's at right now, Josh Hill has had it all, and it all went away. He's still young. He's 21 years old, and he's realized that hey, I have a gift, and I've realized what I had, and I've lost everything, money. Fame, fortune, and people forgot who he is. So he, as we speak right now, he has pictures of all those guys that have, have made it and that are the top guys in his house in front of, on a spinner, you know, in his garage. Everywhere he looks, he sees pictures of James. He sees pictures of Ryan Dungey. He sees pictures of Ryan Villapoto. He is hungry, and he wants to be back there. And I think that is the I'm difference. Too. 
I think that is the difference between him and a lot of other guys. And I think that, you know, I know what you're getting at. And I think it's just direction in life. Phil got lucky. Got the amateur ride. Got the big bucks. Kind of blew it. Kind of hit rock bottom and saved himself and came back. And then now his story is yet to be told. That's the sad part, right? Is like that he, he blew it. I mean, he was off getting fat, just like no results. And then he found his way back. Two years ago, the start of the season, you know, he, he's right in there with, uh, with, with, you know, Reed, Billy, Dungy, Bob, all those guys yeah. getting top threes. And then he throws it away. Like, doesn't he look back at, at, at like, the days when of, of course you know, he does. Travis Pastrana just decided at the start of the season to huck that big uphill step up and, you know, basically ruin his body for the rest of his Supercross career? When do you, you don't think – you don't, do you think that he doesn't sit home every night and, wonder, and, and wish he wouldn't have did it? Of course he did. But he's, type, he's the type of guy that's going to put it behind him and move forward. He made a mistake. I mean, how many people make lives? I mean, mistakes in lives and have to move forward. That's a that's a that's what he has to do. He's not going to just say I'm a piece of shit. I made a mistake and ruined his whole life. He wants to move forward. Yeah. If, if he comes back from this, it will be really cool. It'll be really really and, cool. And he, it would be the biggest story ever, right? I mean, and, and speak, speaking of which, like, and I'm not trying to open up the biggest can of worms ever here, but you know, like, because you truly don't hear much anymore, but like. Do you guys ever hear anything about, like, is, is, is Lawrence ever going to come back and, and be a factor in motocross or, or no? No. He's done. Yeah. No, but you can't, you can't put a guy like Josh Lawrence in the same category as Josh Hill. Josh, no, Hill, had a, oh. Josh Hill had a major injury. And, and, yeah. and what's the difference if he did it doing a backflip or if he did it jumping off of a face of a triple? It doesn't matter. He did it. It's over with. And let's move forward. And, and you know, I don't need people bashing Josh, and, I, and, and I'm a believer yeah, in like, Josh. I'm, I'm not trying to bash Josh, but, like, it just – the funny thing is, like, the way that I look at it is this, like, you know, you got to – you know, some of these guys, like, if, if you're making 6, 50, 70 or you're sure you're 19, you feel like you can do the backflip, but, like, why didn't someone there, you know, even, even if it was – even if it was uh, Nate Adams, like, why didn't you just go, look, man – you know, my career is doing doing backflips, and your career is racing moto like. Well, you could say the same thing to Chad Reed. Chad Reed did a backflip on a motorcycle. Chad Reed did a backflip, and he pulled yeah. it. But if Chad Reed pulled the backflip and got hurt, it's 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 these guys are athletes. They're they're adrenaline junkies. They want to go to the next level, and that's what he did. Even though, but you have to understand, he was going to an event called Speed and Style where he had to backflip. So what he wanted to do was be prepared and be the best he could. He was with Nate Adams because Nate Adams is one of the best in the world at freestyle, and he trained with it. He just didn't huck a backflip. He did it into a foam pit for freaking a month. He did it. He landed the first one, okay? The second one went bad. It's not like he just said, I'm going to go do a backflip and jumped on the motorcycle and went and did a backflip. He prepared for it. He worked his way up to it, and it, it just didn't work out. So no, I, t- I totally hear you, but you know what? Like, if, if, if Keith McCarty was standing around that day or whatever, like, I mean, you know, what, what would the what would the you know the battle be like? It would be like, look, kid, man, we're we're paying you this money, and you're you're going to go and you're going into speed and style. Like, if you win this thing, what are you going to make ten grand? You're going to be on fucking TV. Like, right. just you know, that's not the way the world works, man. You got a job to do here. You know, it's um, like, yeah, hey, I hey. know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. If you could look back when Brooks was. And, and everyone's like in the chat room talking. Well, Brooks stopped uh, James from doing a backflip. Hey, that's called Bubba's world, and it's all scripted. I don't think Bubba yeah, really yeah. had anything in his mind to do a backflip. Right. But oh. I know what you're saying, dude. And maybe it was just bad management, bad people around him at the time. Who knows? You can't blame 
Josh will never point the finger at anyone but himself. Josh Hill is a good kid, comes from a good family. He's and you know what? Kid. He I made it. Back, and he made it. the best thing ever if, 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 you know, he came back after those bones well, being so wounded. And, uh, well, all know, I'm going to say is, back. all I'm going to say is don't count him out. And, and you know what? It's going to be, I'm not going to say I hope it is, but I know I have all the faith, faith in Josh. It's going to be a success story, and it's going to be the biggest story in Supercross this year. You watch. All right, Hammer. Thanks, buddy. Good, Matt. That's good talking to you. Great show. Thank Kenny, you. man, you're the man. You're great, man. My first time listening to you. I know you've been around forever, but uh, love your takes. You guys are doing a great job. I'm going to listen every week from now on, even if I got to podcast it. So you guys rock. Sweet. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to the rest of the voicemails here uh, uh, get to those. Dude, let's how about end the show so I can get out of here. That too. Yeah, I was actually just calling in. I wanted to send a personal thank you for to Tits for blocking me. Uh, for commenting on Ryan Dundee, uh, probably taking a, a huge step backwards and, and maybe not winning a race next year. Uh, definitely not a Supercross, I would have to, to guess. So uh, tips to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate not having to wade through your worthless posts. Like I said, <laughs> I was only following you to try to be nice anyway. Tips blocking people. Hey, man, this is Todd from Central Pennsylvania. Uh, I was hoping maybe you had some time to listen to a podcast. And it sounds like you know the guy. It's called, like, The Hippie and the Hicks Show. Just driving down the road listening to it. Uh, talks about you a little bit. wonder if you could elaborate on what he's talking about or what's going on there. But anyway, have a good show. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, hippie or the hick guy, whatever, you want to come on the show. I, I asked them on Twitter what was up. They didn't want to, they didn't want to respond. They want to come on the show and, and, and talk shit to me. Um, no problem. Uh, I know Justin. I don't know the other dude. And, uh, yeah, whatever, you know. Sweet. I never heard of it, but I'm going to check it out. I'm going to give you a... Yeah, I'm sure you'll give it all over it, Kenny, because I know you're such a social media guy. Uh, Tits, are you, are you going to still block people who talk crap on Ryan Dungey? Uh, yes. Hey, Tits, I wouldn't block too many people, dude, because I, I look at your followers, and you don't got that many. That's okay. I'm willing to, to give up any or all of them that I have to. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, you know uh, what's crazy? I, can, I don't even know how to block people on my thing, and sometimes people get blocked, or I drop followers, and my girl told me if... I ever block her again, or I get dropped. That I'm getting dropped. <laughs> Swiss Corps blocked me. For real? What, what for? What was it's it? It's because you were. It was the the question about Flash, oh, but yeah. it was right after yeah. the passing of Mr. Yes. Jobs. Mr. Jobs, he blocked me on that. Um, uh, hey, uh, Kenny. Uh, yes, sir. Not a new segment on this show, but something I thought I would ask you. Um, what's upset you lately? What's made you mad in your life? Nothing to do with sport. Is this or maybe like what's eating Steve? Only it's what's eating Ken. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, you know, what, what about in your life? Not even in the sport, just what's going on. You know, I, 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 I really don't have any complaints in my life right now. I haven't been angry and I, I think my life is, is probably the best it's been in probably ever. Wow. I have like good things going on in my life and my job is awesome and I got good people in my life and you know, it's, I have nothing to complain about. I have, I get frustrated at times just with, I get more frustrated over work than anything. But uh, that's just the way it is. And I'm just stoked to have an opportunity to do what I do. Dude, I am sicker than sick, bro. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. you are. At times. Um, all right. Okay. I just wanted you to you know, see if you had anything to uh, to say. Um, but clearly you're happy. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment coming up next. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off is a choice of goggles for Justin Brayton this weekend and Michael Essie. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. 15 seconds, three questions for Kenny Watson. 
uh, 30 seconds on the clock or less to answer these. Uh, Kenny Watson, are you ready? Yep. All right, first question, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Check them out, thexbrand.com, 2012 goggles, now out for sale. Very exciting. They look good, too. Perfect. All right. Uh, first question, Kenny. Uh, James Stewart, where does he land, JGR or Suzuki? Oh, JGR, hope. No, 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 no. Not you hope. Where does he go? My heart tells me Suzuki, but but my brain's telling me JGR. No, it's the other way around. <laughs> Your heart would say JGR. No. You, you just said you hope he goes to JGR. So okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> which means I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read the chat. Which means your heart room. wants my, him to My go heart to wants me to go to JGR, but my head's telling me he's going to Suzuki. That's longer than 30 seconds. I think he's going to Suzuki, too. That would suck. I, I would really like to see JGR get him. I would just for. I want to see the team get him, but I don't think that says much for James getting back on a Yamaha when we know he doesn't like it. But we'll see. That's the biggest question uh, in our sport. I think uh, right I now. think money's talking though at this point in time. Yeah, could be, could be. Second question: X brand goggles uh, tear off segment. This one's gonna be tough. This one's gonna be tough for you. You ready? Yep. Who does better? Ivan or Josh Hansen? <laughs> In, I, I in a race. No, not, not in a series. Nothing like that. Who gets your best finish A1. of the season at A1? A1. Josh Hansen or Ivan Tedesco? I would have to say Ivan Tedesco. 4.3 seconds. Yeah? You just think he's going to, like, just. Yeah, just because. A calming I, veteran guy who's been yeah, there. Yeah, I, I just think I, I know what, what our plan is going into it. And out of the plan that we have, is like we're just trying to not go in there and just do the best we can. And I know Josh and Ivan are going to be super close. And one of the reasons why I said that is because I know Josh will never listen to this show. So <laughs> he'll never hear about yeah, it. So it that's won't, why it I won't really that. matter. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, who's going to get the second spot on Brooks's team? Told us a little bit about tonight. Uh, Tommy Hong, Josh Grant, Kyle Regal, Ryan Morris, or Davey Millsaps. Who gets that second spot? Well, that, I would have to think Davey Millsaps. I think Davey stays at JGR, and Larry has to go. Hong, Grant, Regal, or Morris? You like the Morris thing? I know it's. I know he's in the running. Well, I I think he has a, sh a good shot doing it because of the relationship of him and Andrew. Yeah. Because Andrew, if a lot of people don't know, Andrew Shorts, that's his brother-in-law. Also, Morris, good test rider, and Larry, you know, mentioned him about, and Larry go way back. Oh yeah, they do. Well, matter of fact, you work for him. Let's what, not forget Minio, when I got screwed the, out of the mini, the, the Minios, wrench. The golden yeah. wrench, Minios, you got right. hosed. 1990, you think so? You yeah, think so too? Yeah, I think you too, but you got the, uh, you got the big uh, turkey leg that day. No, I didn't get no turkey leg. Um, expert, that's Brendan the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. All right. Uh, what else, Kenny? Wait, wait a minute here. That's um, it. No, there was something. Uh, no, never mind. We'll, we'll skip that. Um, okay, that's it. iTunes, Stitcher, you can get the show. Sorry for the uh, phone issues and sound issues. We're going to get that fixed too ASAP. We got a show this Monday coming up. Nate wins the essay contest. He's going to be sitting in that chair. Kenny will be sitting in this chair. Nate's bringing his chick. It's his wife. Yeah, so? His chick. Just saying. Clarify it. Oh, do we get politically correct on the show? Yeah, yeah. So, hey, Angie Politically. downstairs isn't your chick. She's your wife. She's my chick, dude. Exactly. Uh, Bercy's coming up. I'm going to Bercy. Oh, to yeah. That. You're going back to, to Italy or yeah. Italy? In France. I know. I'm ah. just kidding. 
Uh, you want to take this call, Kenny, before we go? We got one call. No. Steve, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's good, dude? Oh, we're just getting ready to wrap up, but what's going on, bud? Uh, I have a quick, like, mechanic question. Like, I was curious, uh, when you worked at Yamaha, like, how often would those guys go through, like, steel frames? Because I know, like, supposedly they're, like, a lot less, like, uh, reliable compared to aluminum. They stretch out a lot more than <laughs> aluminum. We would change steel frames every four races in Supercross. Uh, and it's about like, it's about two hours of Supercross, so every eight hours we put on a new steel frame. So do you think if I were if I were to buy like a older RM250, like maybe like a three or four year old RM250 that was like raced by like a local expert, do you think it would be like stretched out to the point that I can most definitely that most I'm, de like, most definitely so. most definitely. Well, here's the thing: it depends if he raced Supercross or not. It would be stretched out. We did some tests: brand new bike, brand new frame, a day at the Supercross track. With you know some coming up shorts and some going longs and just a normal day at the Supercross track, bring the frame back to the shop, two or three millis difference, stretched out, stretched out from the head stay uh, measurement. Why don't you tell him? Why don't you tell him what he can do to measure it? Like go over to the one before he buys it. Can you measure the the frame like axle to axle? Well, how would he, you know, measure a stock one though? How would you know what a stock if he, one if was? If he if he can't you Google. can't Google it, you can't find no the, because the way we measured it, I know we, you we had a tool, the, yeah, for the triple clamp right the head. yeah but he could he could find someone else that had a like a you know rm250 and measure it and wow. measure that one that if, you, if one of your buddies has one that you know that's not been ridden hard and it's stretched out and you measured it that's how you could find it you just t put a tape measure axle to axle and that's <laughs> where you, uh, you're laughing yeah, sure you're laughing do you think a freestyle bike would get, get stretched out like that since they hit like huge jumps if they, uh, yeah, yeah, if they yeah, came up for short sure. and stuff, it doesn't take much to to straight to to. Uh, Dude, they could you could have a guy that does freestyle and just over jumps at one time and does a flatty. That thing is stretched for sure. Word, word. All right, thanks guys, appreciate it. All, All right, right, thanks later. buddy. Later. Uh, Steve with some frame questions. Yeah, that was um, awesome. Hey, thank you to BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear. Uh, big weekend for Free Gun this week in uh, Monster Energy Cup. It's their home race. Thanks to Dave Prater, Adam C. Cirillo. Thanks to Coy Gibbs. Thanks to Larry Brooks. Thanks, Brooksy. Brooks, picking up. Yep. Thanks to Larry Brooks for coming on. Appreciate it. And thanks to you all you guys for listening. We will see you next Monday with a Monster Energy Cup recap. Hey, and then last but least, uh, I want to just give a shout-out to all the people, the privateers out there. There's a huge race coming up at Boulder City MX. Again, it's called the, – the, it's the – so right now, it's the Hart and Huntington Privateer Challenge, but it's the Privateer Challenge. $10,000 purse, privateers only. So you could go line up with, you know, you don't have to worry about lining up to any factory guys, and you have a good chance of making some money to go racing. So come out. It's October, uh, sorry, November 12th and 13th in Las Vegas. Full Supercross track? Full, full Supercross yeah. track. It's going to be, matter of fact, the race is going to be held. We just finalized it today on, the, on our Hart and Huntington Supercross track that the guys practice on every day, not the one they did last year. And they're going to widen it and make it a little bit better for racing. It's going to be a really, really good event. Um, so how much to win? What do you think? I think it's 3500 bucks. <laughs> 3500 bucks to win. That's pretty good. And then, uh, and you got to be, uh, yeah, and you got to be. You got to be, a, you got to, yeah, you just got to be a, you know, a pro. And you don't even need the AMA card. If you never race Supercross, you want to get your feet wet, come on out. And then on Sunday, the day after, they're going to have an amateur race on the same track. They're going to knock it down and make Ooh. it a little bit mellow. Oh, wow. 
So hey. if you're in the area, come on out, support the race, support the people that put it on. The Davises out there do an awesome job with their track, and you know we're we're blessed to, to be able to work with them. So like I said, come on out, check it out. Maybe on next week I'll have some updates on some sponsors that are coming aboard. But just definitely look uh, into it. Uh, am I going to get a chance to go to Chess Track in the off season and see guys ride there, or are you pretty much with everybody in SoCal? That's it. No, you can come out. They're coming out. To, uh, they're we're, we're working out. They're going to probably be out here one to two days a week. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds I'll good. get you out there when Josh isn't there. No, maybe we can go out. Maybe we can fix this thing once and for all. No, he doesn't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> if you showed up and he seen you, it just ruined his day. Really? Yeah, you ever see the commercial with him and Reed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then the restaurant, and he's all bowl. No. You never seen that Thor commercial no. with Chad Reed and when they're driving down the street? When Hanny was Yamaha Troy? Yeah, when, when they were both PC. were Yamaha Troy. Oh. Yamaha Troy, both of them. No, they did I a Thor commercial. I don't remember. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Tits. You did an awesome job tonight. Thanks, Tits. Right. You, look really, you look really tired. No, I'm, I'm good to go, man. Right. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. All right. Thank you. See you. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>